The Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. There's hope, Shane. Draft day, round one. The pick is in. How fucking dope is that? (laughs) It is. No, I. Yeah, I, I I bought the I bought the album. I I work yeah. here and I I bought I still paid for it. That's how it Ooh, goes. Kennedy, man, you got me fired up. I'm I'm on the song spitting bars and I get hyped up just with the chorus and Ivan Vargas, oh, producing the open, capturing the energy that was last night here on TTNL. I gotta thank and shout out you fans. It's almost surreal sometimes how many pictures and showcases of you guys watching our coverage with ESPN or NFL Network on silent in the background with the passion and the analysis of the Chicago Bears like we have here. It was exciting last night to see a piece of the curtain be pulled back and Ryan Poles pulling a Cindy Lauper and showing his true colors. And that's really what it's all about. I, I, we're back at it, Iggy. You're 100% right. We had a great recap, no part intended cap, with Herb Howard this afternoon with me and Shane kind of breaking down. And if you watch the video of the our TTNL draft song, you could see my guy Isaiah Foskey in there, hopeful that somehow that's my guy for this round. But anyway, with so much to get into, Shane. But real quick, before we get into all of that tonight, your thoughts on how you're feeling about last night? I love it, man. It's it, you have a linchpin, you have a building block, a centerpiece, a foundational piece of this offense. Uh, you're protecting your most valuable asset, and if you hit on that, it's it's worth its weight in gold. Absolutely. And saw Darnell come to Chicago. He's sporting his new number 58 in navy blue. Uh, yes, looks good, and he's you know he sounds motivated. And I'm they have to get pass rush tonight, but I still feel like they're in the center market. I, that's my my gut feel along with three tech and uh, an edge pass rusher. So basically any part of the line, defense, (laughs) but I think they may surprise in one of their first, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I think if with the, the pick at number 10 being on the offensive line, you got to wonder if Eberflus isn't, you know, banging on the door saying, give me my three tech. It's going to be interesting to see what they think of Adebaware. Is he, do they look at him as a fit on the inside here? Double uh, A from North yeah. Northwestern. We broke him down. Yeah. But then, that, then again, that, like you said, you got the, the John Michael Schmitz. I know he's both of our uh, number one center. The Bears have been connected to Tipman. Uh, do they go out there and get a nickel corner that they that they love it's their options are wide open and the best the best thing about it is 
is they have those compressed picks at 53, 61, and 64. So if they don't move, it's going to be it's going to be an exciting time along that stretch for Chicago. But yeah. I, I I have a hunch they may be on the move. The story tonight is is are they letting the draft come to them or are they going up? I think for they're going me, to get their guy. I like Foskey. My move would be to get up there. I think I can. I love Olu Olawatami from Michigan. I like him better than Tipman. Uh, I like Schmitz, number one, but Olu right there. Um, I just think the priority is pass rush, man. You got nobody on the edge. If there was a signing with Yannick today, I think I'd be a little bit more comfortable to let this draft come to us, but I just don't see Foskey getting the 53. Uh, Keon White, I don't think we'll get the 53. Will Ojalari, I think that's a, a risk because as you go deeper, like Derek Hall, I like Derek Hall, but I don't like Derek Hall in the second round. That's where I am with yeah. Him. To me, that's a he's he's a piece. He's not he's exactly. not an answer. Yeah, the answer um, is Foskey for me. Yeah, like if you came away, if you told me Phil coming away in the first two rounds with Foskey and Darnell Wright. I'm like, bro, and then you keep one of you keep that third. So you give up those twos to get up to a two. I think they'll do it. And then you've gathered, even if you do what you and Herb had said, give a two and then one of the next year's fourth that you accumulated to isolate on that pass rusher, I will freaking go crazy in here again. I was so excited about Darnell Wright, but there's so much to get into. Um and so much excitement here as we cover this draft. Let's bring out a couple guys that have, well, two guys that have worked their asses off with this network. Last night, we didn't get to see them. So tonight, we got to bring them out. Coach, oh! <laughs> I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> All you've been doing is breaking down these offensive linemen and the offensive tackles yeah. with us. Well, you got to bring you got a good one. I was happy when you, when you were taking it. You know, I was. I said he got a good one. You know. Yeah. Um, I, I, I I was wondering why the first round that uh, Dewan wasn't taken, Jones. Yeah, it goes back to what Shane had said. Yeah, I know. about there's, him, there's but the talent somewhere. is. Yeah, the there's talent. Obviously, I know you love him. Yeah. I, I, we all thought maybe with the Chiefs would take him. Because Big Steve was on the show last night too with us, and he loves him too. So he's a name that's interesting there. Dewan Jones, the big right tackle. He's down at the bottom of the screen down there, right next to Foskey and Bergeron Shane, who are yeah. also available. So Ian Rappaport just reported that if a deal is consummated for 32, the package is going to be massive. Oh, it's going to, because there's so many teams vying for it we and one of that the, pick one of the teams that he just mentioned specifically was the washington commanders potentially they're trying to get up are they yeah. looking for levis i don't know everything that we've heard is that they let me ask you this chase young are you in that game right I, now? I i get the i would love to take a chance on him but i feel like the price 
is going to be so high and you have to pay him. And it's just the production. It's one of those things. He's always hurt. He's missed as many games as he's played in the NFL. And that, I mean, come on. Would, when you're the number two pick in the draft as a pass rusher and the team that drafts you declines your fifth year option, that's a pretty big statement. So you're yeah. going to give up premium assets to bring him to your team and pay him on top of it? What a question mark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, you can't have a question mark. Right. Everybody loves him because he's a big name, and that's what people fall in love with this time of year. It's just like with what Philly did last night. They got two huge names. I mean – I turn on ESPN today and they're talking about a dynasty being a dynasty in Philly. And I'm like, well, they, they didn't win the Super Bowl this year. And you're, you're earmarking them a dynasty because of two draft picks. Let's just pause on the dramatics. And Chase Young is a nice player, but is he worth giving up? I mean, it's is it worth giving up premium picks plus a massive contract? Mm, I don't think so. So who has this uh, 32nd pick? Pittsburgh. The Steelers, by way of Chicago, we traded it for Chase Claypool. So we had done that during the season. And now the Steelers are sitting in prime rib territory with the Aju Aju. Because <laughs> they're getting more. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Before we let's bring out our super producer and analyst here. This guy's getting his feet deeper and deeper in the water here. There he is with the with the mustache and all. He is power ready. stash. Power stash. Power, power stash. stash. The power <laughs> stash. There he goes. There's Ivan. Yes, What's up, coach? There he is. Good to see you. Oh, there there I go. There, there he goes. There he's back. Nice. I like the 34 behind you. Oh, yeah. How do you not? Two running backs go in the first round. We're shocked by the Detroit Lions who signed David Montgomery, turn around and draft Jameer Gibbs. That was a shock. But how did you feel about your Patriots getting cornerback who Shane – Basically, all night was mocking him the next pick, just watching back. Yeah, it's got to be Gonzalez. Christian, Christian, Christian Gonzalez, Gonzalez was, yeah. he was the well, smoothest. And, uh, yeah. he's, a, he's, he's a great one, I think. Yes. Smooth as silk, I think. He is. Oh, yeah. What's totally up, agree. But he's, What's he's up, the Jack? most fluid, fluid corner with such ease of turn and run with. Shane and I's number one corner in the entire draft. Yep. And you guys got him. You got to be happy about that. Now, New England has some picks, obviously, here in the second round. So I know you're probably crossing your fingers for big Dewan Jones. And that sounds like a Bill Belichick type of pick right there. I don't know. I just hope it's a good one. That's all. I think there's a lot of linemen out there. Some good linemen out yep. there. Oh, yeah. You got I a think lot right of now, <laughs> I, I'd rather see a, a, an edge rusher right now. 
You and me both. <laughs> you, guys, you can't you, you can't have me. yours till we get ours, Coach. How about that? Well, we'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you know he's done that. He's he'll move up if he sees somebody. He I'm hoping that he sees somebody he really likes. He's going to come up. That's what I'm hoping he's going to do. That's what I'm hoping the Bears do. We have a lot of ammunition. When I went after the show and started looking at it, what's up, Lyle. Dion Gurgos? Thank you, Lyle. We're not in a prime, uh, well, prime trade spot. Sixty-four is tonight. That's tonight. the first pick of the third round. But we do have the first pick of round four, so we we will have, be in a prime trade spot tomorrow, also. But yeah, pick sixty-four will be tonight. Yeah, tomorrow, sitting at that spot in round four. I've said it earlier. Well, is that's where a big piece. People are going to go back, check their boards, and then they're going to be like, oh, shit, we got to go on. And that's where Ryan Poles can accumulate more picks this year. And you get more swings at the bat. I mean, Shane, you and I have said this for years, and the Bears failed to do it when they found themselves in those positions. Now, we had our sights set on a guy, and they ended up taking, you know, Valus Jones or – yeah. Before that, it was some other guys that I can't think of now. So we'll see. Obviously, we'll be analyzing that tomorrow. But tonight, it's a difficult place for me to be because I am, especially now that you say that, Shane, I'm in envy mode. <laughs> because imagine us sitting there oh, at 32, yeah. gathering all those calls and absolutely possibilities so that we would have, man. Albert Breer, just uh, just some notes. Now, it's not Bears-related, but it, it'll help kick off maybe the direction that tonight goes. The Titans and Bills discussed a deal at 27 last night before Kincaid slipped. Tennessee called around the bottom of round one, now the top of round two, as have Atlanta and Vegas. Arizona is also getting action at number 33 significant with Pittsburgh's asking price at 32 being so high. If the Steelers slip Penn State cornerback Joey Porter was in a cluster, they'd have considered if they stayed at 17, so that is a name to watch. Tight ends are going to be big in play tonight. Michael Mayer is one. Darnell Washington is another, even though CHGO had him drafted last night to Chicago. And... uh <laughs> He also said, is Darnell Washington may drop because there's medical concerns that teams are red flagging about him. Hmm. Not all, but some. So if you see him drop, that would be why. Today, Shane and I, as well as Herb Howard from the It's the Bigs, he's over there at Hallis Hall. Shout out to him. Herb, I'm drinking some blue powerade for you bro but uh give one to larry um who did we take shane first coming out the gate john michael schmitz john michael schmitz we took at 53 he fell to 53 and then at 61 we were able to snag a michael mayer drop michael yeah. mayer the tight end from notre dame who i believe i thought he's a surefire number one i have a I have a number one rank on him. He was in my top 28 players in this draft. So he's still sitting out there. Also, Isaiah Foskey, 
who I love. And I know Foskey is not going to last long. There's no way watching his tape that this guy's going to last long. You know, I had him ranked over a lot of the players that went last night. So that's where I think Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham have to do their due diligence tonight to get up there to get a pass rusher because we don't have any shame. <laughs> and I, I, Travis Gibson, I was expecting a step. And just looking back, I don't know if culturally – you know, he's changing to another culture. His boy leaves. I got to speak to him for a good hour. And he's such a good person. Him and his yeah. mom. His mom is like a, a teacher down in Texas and really good people. But I just was expecting him to take a giant leap forward. And he didn't. Now, I obviously, you don't quit on that guy. But no. you got him, you got Green from USC, Raheem Green, who has length. He showed some versatility with the Texans. And you also have, obviously, Dominique Robinson. And that's really it at edge. The rest are just guys on the roster that I don't even know. So that kind of puts it a priority then you have the three technique yeah nick that's how the draft works you don't if somebody drops and is of extreme value you don't just say oh we're fine there we're gonna <laughs> let we're gonna let a top end player go because we have cole Komet on a one-year deal robert tunyon on a one-year deal that's absolutely the, not the way that you build a team whatsoever completely and utterly agree plus I like Cole Komet. I'm not giving Cole Komet a big deal. I'm making him prove it. Now, I know Shane and everybody keep correcting me on this, but I just can't get into this place of Cole Komet getting some outlandish deal with what I've seen so far. Again, I don't think it's going to be any out. I don't think it's going to be anything outlandish, Phil. It's just, I think they look at him as a 23 year old guy that's still he on is the rise. enormous. Yeah, he is enormous. I guess Pitt is on the clock now. In the first round, what were they? Did they short it and it down to 10 minutes or was it 15? No, it's 10. They'd moved it to 10 years and years and years and years Why ago. It, feel it, used, like it was 15. used to be 15. Oh my god. That's how long I've been streaming. Do you know I've not watched one second of the I didn't see the G, uh, GM or anything last night, never. Yeah. Today is my first time I'm actually looking up. I saw a couple highlights. Right. Delivia, I'm not ripping into anybody. I'm just stating it's you you don't build a roster that way. Oh, we have I, I would call have. it not ripping. It's called teaching. Yeah, educating. <laughs> educating. If you're in a situation where somebody that you never expected is on the board, you are doing yourself, well, we really don't need a tight end, but he's our 13th ranked player. Well, let's take the 40th guy because we really need defensive tackle here that's how you get into trouble that's how you get into trouble and listen 
I've never heard of a team say, you know what, we got too many defensive ends. <laughs> I've never. Yeah. We got too many tight ends. Ew. We have two tight ends. Upper corner? Gross. We already have two. <laughs> it's just like, what's up, Jenny? It's just like last year. None. I, I'll be the first one to admit. I didn't see. I was already gung-ho in the second round to see a wide receiver. Yeah, and just real quick, an uh, update on Chase Young. I saw somebody in the chat said he's only had one injury. So he's been in the, he's been in the NFL for three seasons. So that's 49 games now with the, the 17th game, and he's played in 27 of those. So he's played in 27, and he's missed 22. That's a problem. Yeah, it so is a problem. Paying a lot yeah. of money for these guys. Listen, it's not the best ability because I totally disagree. But it is important to have availability on the football. I, I stated mine, D. Levine. <laughs> so let's go, bud. Everyone thanks has for, an opinion. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, maybe maybe we should just not speak that would be a fun show (laughs) (laughs) it's always fun it really is listen i think last night i said it this afternoon it's a showcase and a testament to this network you weren't here dad but you deserve a lot of praise and credit every sunday and saturday and sometimes during the week jumping on here breaking down the tape for our patrons and coming up and devising a plan of where these guys land. Real quick, Phil, Peter Schrager just tweeted out, everybody wants to move, but nobody wants to make a deal. So maybe Pittsburgh will be sitting. (laughs) That usually culminates in going nowhere. Yes. That's like going with your wife. It's always like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? And you get nowhere. And then yeah. you make a decision. I heard Ivan the other day. Let's go to Burger King. I hate Burger King. Okay, <laughs> let's get Chinese. I'm not feeling Chinese. Tell me what you want. <laughs> That's where we are right now. I will make a deal. Give. I'll give you my second pick, 53. And I'll give you my next year's fourth round pick. That I got last night from. I won't wherever. get it done. I won't even. I won't get it done. And I'll give you 2025 third round pick. <laughs> so that's the way that you have to look at it in the wow. deal. So, so a 2024 fourth rounder in terms of value. Yes. You, you you back it up in terms of right now. So a 2024 fourth is worth. Is like a 2023 fifth. You back it up. So it's it. That's the way that they. That's the way that they look at again. it. Yeah. So if you're offering a 2024 fourth, that yeah, has the value the of a fifth. 2023 fifth. So okay. you, you back it up so around. Giving them that's a third. We have. That's two the way that they look at it. Well, I'm giving them the second. They're moving down to 53, right? Yeah, but that's 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 21 slots. That's now a, I'm going to give them – all right, I'll give them another second then. How many – we have two second-round picks, right? Yeah, that's like Pittsburgh going out to a bar and bringing home 
you know, four twos and they're like, yeah, I just, I bagged an eight last night. <laughs> doesn't, <laughs> doesn't work. doesn't work that way. <laughs> Listen, they're accumulating some picks here. I would try to get up there. I would definitely try. I'll trade Cole Komet. I'm kidding. Um, but like what I was saying is you've done a tremendous job breaking it down. And TTNL takes its victory lap today because our analysis was hell no to Jalen Carter. Our, also, our analysis, when we never, ever switched, was hell no to Peter Skaronsky. You don't take a guard there. Yeah, and just to, to, re yeah. to repeat yeah. on that, David Kaplan, David Kaplan reported this morning that Chicago had multiple offers for teams mm -hmm. to move up to number nine, but they didn't want to move beyond Tennessee because they had acquired Intel that if Tennessee, if Darnell Wright was on the board at 11, Darnell Wright was going to be the pick over Peter Skaronsky for Tennessee. There you go. There you go. And good luck, Tennessee, because we got Nate Davis, who's a better guard than Skaronsky, and we got our guy, Darnell yeah, Wright. And I'm telling you, look at that right side right now, Nate Davis and Darnell Wright. It's impressive. Yeah. You guys have any guesses? Like if that. say Pittsburgh sits, yeah. Say if, if they Pittsburgh sit. sits, I think. Let me look at my big. I player. think they'll go Branch. I think he fits there. I'm kind of. I think they're going Joey Porter Jr. Yep, that I can see that too because yep. of the family. Are they in the clock now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll go Joey Porter Jr. It makes sense there if you can't get a trade to go Joey. I mean, that would be the safest pick. I mean, he's talented, too, and they need a corner. Yeah. But but it's Absolutely. to me, that would be the safest pick, especially yeah. either, if you can't find a deal. Either one of them, Branch or Porter Jr., have extreme value at this point. Mm -hmm. And I mean, as, just as, the, sto the story of Joey Porter Jr. going to play for his dad's team. Exactly. As a Steeler, like, yeah. they right. get this shit. They understand oh, they done. They you brought in the the Watt brother. Yeah, exactly. they've they've done this. They get this shit. So mm -hmm. I also could see who uh, Bojan Rajan Branch. He's so versatile, and yeah, our guy Mike Tom Branch. Loves that's him. what that's what Angelo puts on his chicken wings, Bojan. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get some branch, Coach? <laughs> I was looking for the 36, but I can't find that drop. Oh, God. Angelo just makes me better. Like, he gives me a laugh. What? Exactly. He needs to laugh. Nothing... I want to tell you something. You need to laugh. Oh, my God. Nothing I miss makes Angelo. Me, nothing uh, makes yeah, me laugh yeah. more than that cart that he drives. Or that, that, yeah. that clip of the go-kart. The they just <laughs> showed like... the uh, Chase Claypool for the number 32 overall. Pick. Uh, they got they, they, they got to throw the date up there. I mean, yeah, they always Bears didn't consummate that deal knowing that it was going to be the number thirty-two overall pick. But that's the price of doing business. Jeremy Calendar getting out of work, coming into TTNL. Hold on, I got to get my uh, 
Well, what's his name again, Shane? Who are we talking about? The radio jock. Oh, Scott. Uh, Scotty Farrell. Farrell, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. You got Darnell Washington. I can't even get him tonight. Jesus. <laughs> Adam Rank is friend, used to be friends with him. So I'm like, Adam, you got to get him on the show so I can do a little Scotty Farrell. What's up, Phil and Shane? How you do- there it is. There it is. There you it got is. it. That voice. Kyle's got a got a question if you would take Claypool or Foskey. Like let's say if you had kept 32. Oh my, that's not fair. I know, but yeah. totally I would take Fa- the other Notre Damer. Where's Zorich? <laughs> <laughs> Zorich is gonna pop on tonight. Uh Matt Waldman. Matt Waldman. Yep. I was hoping uh, Mark Grody. I'm just going to send Mark Grody the, the link. <laughs> See what he does. Oh, I'm sure he's working pretty. Well, he's on. Stud- he's 670 the score. Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, I don't have this link because it's another show. Hold on. But who are you guys predicting? Oh, there's four minutes still on this call. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I who think are I'm we gonna... predicting for Chicago or for Pittsburgh? No, for Pittsburgh. The the yeah. chat. I was wondering. Yeah. I think it's gonna be. Like. I think it's gonna be Branch Reporter. I think one of those two, pretty easily. I Shout need cars. Daniel in um, Berlin. Nice. We got. I'm just I know Hans I threw, is in the building too. Hans from Germany. If you're from anywhere, throw it in there. We'll give you a little shout out and love here on draft night two. TTNL. As my dad said, you gotta put God in your life. Me and God have had a lot of conversations the past couple days. And one of the things I asked him for, and I know he isn't Santa Claus. But I did ask him for a nice right tackle to protect my quarterback. And boy, was I excited. I slept pretty good last night knowing that Darnell Wright is coming to Chicago. I didn't get to watch the presser. How was it? It was good. He must not be a suit. He must be not be a suit guy. He wore the same suit that he had on last night. Bro, he's a big man. Oh, yeah. Big men only own two suits. <laughs> well, I remember well. my dad telling me the story of him. He had one suit, right? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> when I started coaching, I said, I got to get something to wear. In those days, said, when I first started, you were on the sidelines with a shirt and tie. Yeah. It changed a lot. So the pick is in. The Pittsburgh Steelers with pick number 32 are selecting cornerback Joey Porter. There they did it. No brainer. Good for them. They that's got to be pretty cool. Hopefully he's that's that's hopefully they I, I can't wait to see him and his dad. That's a that's a pretty special thing right there. That's oh my that's God. pretty rare occurrence. That I'm gonna take a bow. For calling that one, I have they said is Levis back in the green room or did he decline? 
you're the guy with all the info. Yeah, I've I been running haven't around. Heard that. Will so Levis. real quick while we're talking, Phil, you and I talked about it with Herb Howard in case you guys didn't uh, hear earlier. I just, Ivan, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. So when the Minnesota Vikings called their draft pick last night, so when Mensa called uh, Jordan oh. Addison, when they're when they were getting off the phone, Jordan added, he said, "Hey, Jordan, you know, enjoy the night. Good luck. Uh, you know, you only get drafted once." And when Jordan was signing off the phone call with him, he goes, "Let's get paid." That's what he said to his general manager, who just drafted him in the first round. Oh my god! I'm his parent. What do you his- think of that? Uh, I, look, I, I know he's excited. He's obviously. <laughs> Just got drafted to the NFL, but that's not – you don't say that to your general manager, bro. Exactly. Like, you, you, exactly. You, go, you go show up. You keep that to yourself. You talk to your friends. That You know You know what I'm saying? If you want – that's the goal, obviously, is to be the best. And if you're getting compensated for that handsomely, awesome. But to, to come in and your first words aren't, I'm not – I'm going to work. I'm going to bust my ass. I'm going to be the best. You know, I'm not going to be a number two to just – I'm going to be a number one A or whatever. Yeah. You go ahead and say something like that. That's you. Yeah. You got to be better than that. I don't and know. I got, I got to question the Minnesota Vikings social media department for not, not editing that part. that part of the phone call out. Exactly. And put it out Edit there. That the out. Like yikes. Edit that out. Protect so that kid. On ESPN, they're showing Joey Senior coaching up Joey Junior and showing them at the Super Bowl. That's amazing. Yeah, that's 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 great. My my buddy Jeff, who Tutti, Napoli, Napoli, Henry, Italy, yeah. from Napoli, Italy, checking in, Dad. Oh, ciao, Tutti. I think that's how you say it. Tutti, I know yes. ciao means hello. What does Tutti mean? You know? Oh, oh. Huh? Tutti, oh, hello, everyone. everyone. Right? Tutti's a whole, the whole. Okay. Tutti quanti. All of we're, you. We're learning All Italian you. tonight. We're getting <laughs> <laughs> I got very little. Uh, what was that like living your father and mother real quick, not speaking English? So you, as a young kid, are dealing no, with that. They spoke English to us, but when they sat down at the table and had supper with my grandparents, they talked in Italian. So here we were, we they weren't teaching us Italian. My mother taught Annette how to speak Italian. My sister. Oh, okay. And I was the I was the I, Gabe and I and Dennis and Frank and we didn't we didn't speak it. We picked it up. We a lot of it. Well, I was just curious. This is family moment. So the the phones are ringing in Arizona, according to oh. Ian Rappaport. Is that Phones are there? ringing. Is anybody picking up? We got three minutes about. I know Rob Westfall. It's in Atlanta. Atlanta is currently one of the teams being very aggressive trying to move up. Crew, it's been really hard watching 90% of other sports talk read the draft. They do not watch 1% of the tape. So props to you, TTNL. Thank you, Rob Westfall. So two minutes and 15 seconds remain on the clock for Arizona. Is my guy Sam Asante checking in from South Korea? I saw his dad, Jeremy, there. 
You just totally butchered the name. Anastasi. There it is. Asante. There he is yeah. in South Korea, Dad. Yeah. Sam and his father were Sam Asante Samuel, right? Sam Asante Samuel. So there has been a trade. Serves in the army, Dad. Tennessee Titans have just consummated a trade with the Arizona Cardinals, and the Tennessee Titans are now on the clock. You got to think this is for Levis. It's got to be. I mean, you have Ryan Tannehill, and I know they took Malik Willis last year, but. At one point, all, it's all he's hearing. Just, you Malik can't. It's like, yeah, you got I this. So I feel bad for that kid because I think he's a pretty good quarterback. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta go, Levis here. That's, I mean, that's my my call. I don't know if you guys agree or disagree, but it, to me, it's got to be Levis. Well, they need a quarterback. Yeah, for sure. Let's see. It could be Osiris Torrance. Well, the Cardinals, guard Cardinals are accumulating, guys. accumulating draft picks pretty well with the trade down last it, night do and we now know what they got down. not yet but uh they traded pick 41 and pick 72 from so, where where were they at only a couple spots so they went from 41 to 33 41. and they gave up pick 72 so they gave up picks 41 and 72 to go to 33 we can For do the- this Shane. Based on that, yeah, but Phil, they went. They're moving eleven. You're talking twenty-one. So you're essentially giving, going to give up twice as much. I would not so do that in this draft. Yeah, we have the no Bears. I think if you see the Bears, Bears like move, you're going to see him late thirties around the Tevin Jenkins area into the forties. I don't think you're going to see him come up here. Like I said, I could be, I could be wrong. And the pick. Is Hendon Hooker quarterback is Will it Will Levis? Oh, it is. I thought you were gonna give me Hooker. Yeah, no, you got to pay for that. Um, <laughs> nobody got my joke, but I did. Yeah, it just it, it makes sense, man. You got a you got a guy that drops. Is there? Things there to work with with Levis, a hundred percent. Yes, there is. I'm just listen. If I needed a quarterback, I'm more interested in Will Levis here. I, I could not pull the trigger on Will Levis like we were talking last night. These teams up at two and three and within the top ten or even in the first round. I I was not there on him at all. There's a little peekaboo back there. <laughs> you want to come on the show? Right, come over here. Check the dog out. Got a guy coming on the show. Oh, so it's actually an expanded trade here, Phil. Um, let me give you the numbers. So the Titans acquired pick 33 and pick 81 from the from Arizona for picks 41, 72. In a 2024 third rounder. All right. Okay. So now Detroit is on the clock, correct? Yes. Will Levis. Holy thank <laughs> thank you, Bullets Jr. <laughs> Shane is gonna give us the picks well before they call him. Good. 
You're going to be happy with that. Who do you want in round two? Evans. Zach Evans, he wants. The running back from Ole Miss. Yeah, he's pretty I... good on film, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I got a kick out watching him. And the other kid from Tulane, I, what, what's his name? He, he was something else, too. Tajay Spears. Yeah, that's a good back. Yeah. And they got a catch, so they, they all can catch. Listen, so another tr another hot trade down team is going to be the Rams. The Rams. A bulk of their picks, they have pick thirty six, but a bulk of their picks are in like the sixth and seventh round. Mm -hmm. So they could be looking to accumulate more picks. So to me, that's a team that you probably better keep your eyes on. Unless, I mean, I. Listen, if I'm the if I'm the Rams and he's looking at you, you have Stafford, whatever works out with him, you want a quarterback and Hen and Hooker's there. That's not a bad consolation prize at 36. Because I, I like Hooker more than I like Levis. So do I. Yeah. I like Hooker more than Levis. Oh, guys that are in my top fifty that are still out there. John Michael Jingleheimer Schmidt. So according to the Schleg Daddy, we've heard about him before. The Tennessee Titans just took his sixth overall prospect in Will Levis. Schleg Daddy. How do I know that? Lions pick is in. You remember. I don't know who the fuck TT and L is, but if they want me on, I'll come on. Oh, Bill. that guy. <laughs> it just tells me all I need to know. Cornelius Squall's take is pulling for Zach Evans, too. Look. Put it on the see it? Put it on the board for you. Wow. The pick is in the there Detroit Lions have picked tight end Sam Laporta. Oh wow. Laporta over Mayer. Wow. And I was just, just gonna say just traded Hawkinson. Sam Laporta. Laporta. I don't even know where he's from. He's the tight end from Iowa. You think, you think Mayor goes? You think Mayor goes to Indy right uh, right now? I mean, they don't really. Have, who? Bo Eilie Cox is their tight end. I would say if they got a young quarterback, yeah, it'd be, it'd be good for Anthony Richardson. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense. Sam Laporta in my top fifty goes to Detroit here. Yeah, you know how I felt on about him, Phil Laporta, and I. No, uh, Waldman and myself were kind of in concert on him. That was one of the guys that I gave uh, Waldman when he reached out to me and asked me for some guys when he was coming on. And I, I like that pick, and yeah. I know you love Laporta. Detroit is doing some good job. But their first players. round, oof, man, they they got they got some good players. I just I'm stunned the way that they went They're about their back. business last night. Yeah. Love the running back, but man. They were. They said that they, if they would have stayed coach, they were gonna pull the trigger on him at number six, even. And I, I'm shocked they took him at number number twelve. Like, <laughs> wow! I, you got yeah. I mean, almost you nine. Got great, they got a great back. Huh? What are they doing? I don't understand that one. It's yeah. got the other needs. That's what. The so we was. have another trade. Another the Las trade. Vegas Raiders. So this has got to be Hooker. Uh, word was that they were much higher on. 
uh, Hooker than Levis. So you're going to get a Hooker in Vegas. That's going to be that's going to sell a lot of publicity. <laughs> <laughs> that makes Ooh, sense. Charles. It makes sense. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, I mean, it just makes sense. You know, you have Jimmy G, so it can buy you time while he rehabilitates his ACL injury. Right. The only downside is he's going to be a 25-year-old rookie. But, I mean, I, I I love his game. I was praying for a run on corners here. Me, hopefully another quarterback goes off the board to push these players down. Not much of a return, so the – Vegas moved from 38 to 35 and gave up pick 141. Who did they trade with the Colts? Oh, so I'm wrong. It's not Hooker. So the Raiders pick is in, and they have taken tight end. Michael Mayer. Michael Mayer. Mayer. Damn. That makes sense, too. Yep. With the loss of Waller. Hey, well, there's still hookers in Vegas, just not the quarterback. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a great pick. Your boy there, the former offensive coordinator with New England. But you see how the NFL draft works, folks. I mean, if you're just if you don't pay a lot of attention to this, but it's it goes in waves when. Tight end wave is coming. Go, you saw the, the wide receiver go last night, and then there was what four consecutive yeah. wide receivers yeah. taken at one point. So they teams start going. So now Luke Musgrave is another guy. I know he's been kind of connected to, to to a team. Uh, Green Bay has been interested. So you're going to wonder a team that's in the tight end market. Are you going to see another one come off the board here? rather quickly so the way the way that this is going so far for us is uh it's pretty good, it's good but we're we're still away the way so who's on the docket now 36 the 30, ramps is the yep. ramps and i like the pick for the raiders yeah i like the pick for the lions i'm a little jealous they get another Iowa tight end, an athletic kid who had to deal with a lack of anticipation throws from his quarterback that came away, really, when you watch his tape, helping his football team a hell of a lot more. So I think he's going to be even a better pro, Laporta. I thought he would slide down a little bit and he would be in my cluster of picks at 53 of guys that I want. Now he's off the board. My number one player sits as Isaiah Foskey. Now that Michael Mayer is off the board. Second guy from Iowa. They took they took Campbell yeah. last night. That's the true. linebacker. Drew Sanders is out there. Our guy, Cedric Tillman. You said Lucas Musgrave. The guy that's been flying high is... Oh, the, the Rams just took Zach Evans running back from Ole Miss. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he strikes I just, again. I just, I just wanted to see if he was paying attention. 
I wanted to see if he was paying attention. Tony's mean for doing that. <laughs> I'll get in somebody's ass today. Who got that one? <laughs> you shit in your hat and get the hell off the field. That's, that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. What, uh-huh. shit, shit in your head? Yeah, yeah, I didn't want, I didn't want cars. That, that one, that one. <laughs> See, Tate, now I'm proud of you because you're paying attention. I wanted to make sure. Jeez, that poor kid. <laughs> you should have seen his bottom lip. It's like oh, he yeah. David Montgomery again. <laughs> well, you might, you might get him back for pennies on the dollar. At this point. At this point. Yeah. Feels like we're where's cars? Is he coming tonight or no? I just got a text from him and send him a link. Mark Grody has said, unfortunately, he can't come on the show. He's gonna have to schedule a post draft show. We can do that. I know. Next Wednesday night, we're going to have Courtney Cronin on the show to talk about this draft. Dead air is not good for my ears right there. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for somebody to talk. I was texting. I was texting. Yeah, I was looking at the chat. Another five-hour showcase tonight. The Olympics of television so the rams are selecting and they are going with offensive lineman steve avia that was guard that was the kid i was just talking about he's coming he's rising up draft board yeah tcu john michael smiths continues to slide Tipman. I don't want to take a center. Like I, I know, I know we're, we're just talking about regular, but I wouldn't. You know, we know what we need. I think the next pick, like you had it right with the offensive line. Now go to the other side and get a guy from right there. Like I, I love, I love the idea of having like a, having a center falling. drafted, but not right now. I like how it's falling. Two of my favorite guys are still on the board at a position of need. And I'm not going to be superstitious. So I'm going to say their names. Isaiah Foskey Mm -hmm. and Keon White of Georgia Tech. Those two guys are falling down. And hopefully they continue to fall or the Bears jump up there and get them. At the Senior Bowl, I don't know what. D. Levine is talking about that Foskey didn't look good. I heard the opposite. Now, the kid Double A, who timed so well, again, looking at his tape, it was very difficult to see him be successful because they were playing him as an edge defender, and I don't believe he is that. I think he's a three technique with that kind of explosive. His time, his athletic times are great, but he's he's so raw. I just don't, so I, I don't, I don't like him at all. Phil. I like, I, like you said, he's he's a raw talent, and he could be a, good, a really good football player. But I just think he, you know, right now in the second round, you're drafting off of what the combine scores. You, you know what I mean? Like, I just right, don't see exactly. that off the tape. I don't see that energy. I don't see that that motor 
that we talk about a Will Anderson having. You know what I mean? We we, we just don't see that at all. I, I don't see it at least. So I would be I would be afraid to draft the AA this high. That's just me. Yeah, he's he's not in my top fifty. That's for sure. Running back, you want now? I'm not looking for a running back here. I'm at, I'm at tight end. My next best tight end would be, it's a good question, Darnell Washington is my next tight end on the board. That's the one I wanted. Shane is muted. If he's falling because of medical concerns, that's definitely can't uh, can't make that pick. Cocho's guy, Dewan Jones, is still there. I don't know that the Bears would double dip at tackle, but I'm totally not against it if he they met with him and liked what they said. Again, Shane talked about and there was that great article in the I don't know what what was that, the athletic, whatever you and Ryan Cox shared with me with the guy talking about these offensive linemen real quick so the seattle seahawks are on the clock and their pick is in so we're starting to streak forward way far away from the tv and they Mm -hmm. take Derek hall edge rusher really Derek hall she's from auburn yeah this is loud yeah Derek hall and i could Pour some on the plate so you don't make a lot of noise with the bag, okay? If you want some I'm popcorn, gonna, I'm, not I'm telling you, popcorn can get you, can tempt you every single time. <laughs> <laughs> so you hope now at 37 with Seattle making that pick. Now, now is where you uh, Billings, my up. boy, Ryan Billings. I'll who's tell you on, right there. Who's on deck here? Thule and Foskey. I would be ecstatic with that. Colts. Mm-hmm. Colts. What did they get in round one? Remind me again. Anthony got... Richardson. Quarterback. So now they're going to go receiver Mr. here. Boyle. I guarantee. Mr. Boyle. I think they're going <laughs> to. <laughs> Driveway Boyle. That was the craziest thing I'd ever seen in my life. Feels like I can't see it. I'm like, what? What? How can you not well, see Finally, that he turned his head, and then you saw it looked like a crater. So Him we have a trade. Having the so same the, thing. The Atlanta the Falcons have traded with the Indianapolis Colts. Oh, they're going to the take Atlanta my Falcons guy. are on the clock. Motherfuckers. Who's going to take your guy? Falcons. Yeah. Go get a plate. I told you, you couldn't. Not it's going to tempt you. Great, that's even worse. <laughs> oh my god. Pushing those buttons. It's like when you're at the movie theater with your kids and then the most critical part they're like <laughs> getting candy out. People are all looking at you like it's your fault. Like, what the I'm like, come yeah. on. Just that's everybody knows. Ryan Pace is not the general manager in Atlanta. He's not making calls. Neither like is Phil Emery. Yeah. They're both there, but they're not GMs. What must that feel like? Hey, my guy, diabetic. Haven't seen you in a minute. Diabetic Coochie. Yeah. Nice. That's Great just, name. That must feel so weird. 
What a like diabetic coochie. <laughs> <laughs> Need some insulin? (laughs) (laughs) Insulin and outsulin. Insulin and outsulin. There you go. So the trade update is the Colts traded number 38 to Atlanta for number 44 and number 110. So that's an extra fourth rounder. Can we move up now, Shane? Well, you're you're getting a little bit closer to that range. Uh, where I think it's absolutely more feasible than for you to go up to, you know, 32 or 33 like you are talking before. But... Could this be Hendon Hooker? So, you, you had a... so you're going to go two young. Yeah, two quarterbacks back to back. Yeah, yeah uh, was it Richter or uh, not Richter? Uh, Ritter? Ritter. Oh, the... Ritter, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that they Desmond have. They took Ritter. him in the third round last year. Everything that they were saying. job. Yeah. Right? So it's yeah. Well, so, the way that the Atlanta Falcons have been operating is it's BPA regardless of position. So you know it could be there's Ryan Pace right there's Ryan Pace on TV right now. Yeah. That used to be me. Give me the phone. Let me fuck this up. <laughs> Where is he? So the Atlanta Falcons have drafted from Syracuse. Oh, Offensive well, lineman Matthew Bergeron. Damn, there he is, your and they're boy. Building a, they're building a really nice offensive line there. I got to give them that. They better with that running back that they took in the first round. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. find polls in that picture. In that, are you watching ESPN you mean, you mean or Pace? NFL Network? I'm, wa- I'm watching NFL Network. Pace. Yeah, I'm watching I'm NFL Network. I... Offensive tackle, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. We broke him down the other day with Big Steve from Syracuse. to see where they play him, tackler. Steve loved guard. him at guard. Steve wanted him at guard. You thought he was more of a guard too, Dad. But yeah, try him at first at tackle. Yeah, that was where I was. Try him outside first, and if he fails, you're not going to try him at guard first, and then let him fail there and push him out to tackle. That's usually not the way that it goes. Oh, now they're taking the alumni, right? Yeah, our pick is going to be announced by Devin Hester. Really? Yes. Devin Hester going to come in. John Abraham. I think of him more of a Jet than I do a Falcon, right? Matthew Bergeron going to the Atlanta Falcons. Shane's boy. There he is. There he goes. It's fun to go back in past drafts and look at some of these guys as we broke them down and see where they went and where their career went. It's fun to do that. We will definitely take a look at that in the coming weeks on our patronage. If you're not a patron, I don't know what you're doing. See Phil right here. simple. The tape. Never lies down. Oh, there he is. I yeah. see him. John Abraham played seven years with the uh, with the Falcons. He played six with the Jets and two with yep. the Cardinals. I just see him as a Jet. I don't even remember him really with the Falcons. That's crazy. That is crazy. But listen, if you're not a patron, 
You need to because there's X's with the O's. Me and my dad breaking down tape. There's Kramer's QB school with me and former Bears quarterback is going to be on the show tomorrow during the sixth round of the draft. Then you have Cars Keys. Oh, where they're breaking real quick, down. Phil, Carolina is on the clock and they have just selected, and this one hurts. Oh, Wide receiver no. Jonathan Mingo. Oh, like we told everybody how much higher he was going to go. And oh. people wanted to still continually think that they could get him in round four, but he's, he was my cluster he's here at 53. And, and, and two of quick, my clusters are with gone. that last uh, Seattle selection, the, the Russell Wilson trade is now complete. And it works out as the Broncos get Russell Wilson and Iyomi Uazarike, and the Seahawks get Drew Locke. Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, Charles Cross, Boye Mafe, Tyreek Smith, Devon Witherspoon, and Derek Hall. Holy jeez! Holy Nike fleeced. <laughs> I need. Some, I really need some clips of Chris Farley tonight. Yeah, Denver. Call- Denver needs a Super Bowl win. To, no, we to, don't need Chris Farley. Make... <laughs> ding, ding. In order yeah. to justify that trade, they're gonna like they're gonna have to pull something out of their ass. Yeah. Well, they might not have anything left up there. They gave it all to Seattle. That is a lot. Denver gave all that to Seattle. That's a lot of well in the trade for Russell Wilson. In the trade for Russell Wilson. Wait a minute. Russell Wilson is being traded? No. Shane's looking back. Oh. It was the last pick from that trade. Oh. So now you put it all together. This is what they've gotten from that. Yeah, we got a keeping it 100 and authentic jersey over here. Mingos, that's a that's a nice that's a nice option for Bryce Young in Carolina. Bryce Young, good replacement for DJ Moore, TTNL. We're big fans. And I, I uh, really like this kid. Okay, I was hoping we turn it around the other way. There you go. Now they Who's can on see. the clock now. Right now, it'll be New Orleans. New Orleans yeah. is on the clock. New Orleans has a tendency to steal a lot of Phil's players in these years. They from... did it in the two mock draft simulators that we did today. They exactly. took Isaiah Foskey both times. Every time. They've done it in real life with Marcus Davenport, who was the guard that I love. The tackle that they oh, moved to guard. Yeah, he's Stanford. Um, <laughs> Pete, Andrews on, Pete. Andrews Pete. Yeah, he's always on the fucking ground. Andrews Pete. Uh, they took my defensive lineman, Rankins. Danny, all our TVs are way behind. Shane just has the uh, the Twitter feed. So that's how he's ahead Shane of Shane is a god, a draft god. And he has. As it way before. Yeah, I'm going to upload that. 
uh, this afternoon. We have a new acronym here at TTNL. We do. And we're working on getting this acronym uh, a part of our culture, a part of what it is they're doing in Chicago. And that, I'm trying to get it, is to make its first appearance in prime time. Hopefully, I have enough space on this. If I don't, I will delete. I'm going to delete the RAS. The RAS. Oh, I don't need this anymore, right? We've done round one. That's right. So here we go. Let's bring it up. The new acronym helped created by Corbin. Is that his name? Sure. This is what we're looking for. A pimp. A pimp. Playmaker in moments of prominence. That's the new acronym here at TTNL. And what does that mean? We're looking for pimps, Shane. We're in Vegas looking for pimps. Yeah. <laughs> right? It doesn't mean we're drafting hooker, ladies and gentlemen. This is a completely different thing. We're looking for pimps or drafting hookers. Awesome. Yeah. Boats in and hoes. The, in football, <laughs> you need players that are going to make those plays that go or that are made in the moments that are biggest. You know, and when I scout and look at all this tape, you kind of see a lot of the similar things. But when you really watch, because it's important, to just, you can't just look at tape. The real good ones actually watch the game and then see it. So in those critical, like Charlie Jones, for example, is a pimp because in critical moments, Jones is going to make a play. Same with uh, Shane's boy over there, uh, Xavier Hutchinson. You're talking about critical moment in the game, not afraid to make the play. Those things are a priority. Uh, Will Anderson. Will Anderson making critical moments big plays Steph, thank you why does, why does cj stroud look like justin fields shane well i guess that would lend to them having similar body structure mr atoshan <laughs> this is for young tate <laughs> i know i heard it but this is this so is my far tonight this is going to be interesting to see if they go if they go edge here. There could be a run Arizona up next. I mean the Saints. Yeah. The pick is in. Do you got it? Oh, I haven't even been paying attention. I'm my bad. Ah, oh, it's Fosky, those mother frickers. Do they, they have it as Fosky? Adeptus has it, Fosky. I don't think he's lying. Yeah, I don't, the, I don't the have Bears it. and Bulls are saying, sorry, Phil. For God's sake, the one. I so wanted he, this kid. They always went, do it to me. He went twice. They always do it. He went twice in the simulator there. Yep, oh it is. Oh, my God, official. dude. Yep. Jesus Christ. Bastards, Mickey. Well, so now, now we pivot. 
Now you got to pivot. Say goodbye to my Fosky love. Who's Fosky? Isaiah Fosky. I had him 21 in my top 50. Gone. At pick what? 40. <laughs> no, he is a defensive end, edge rusher. John Michael Smiths is still going down. Plug and play center. I could see him. Go, I could see one of these centers falling off the board right here to Arizona to pair with Paris Johnson. You want to get there because their offensive line is horrific. 13 picks away here at TTNL. I got to send a big bodacious shout out to my guy, Chris Harold, for all of the film work and everything, the films he's sent us. Crate and C, you've been with us every night. I see Alex H. I got this. See a bunch of you that can Jeff McLaughlin. He's back. I haven't seen him in a little bit. I think I saw him a couple weeks on keeping a hundred. Mandy, have you talked to Mandy, Shane? I have, have not you reached out to Mandy from I Tom Boson. No, you know what I'm talking about. I've, yeah, I do. We'll get that taken care of after I told him after the draft. Ronnie G. Producing all these backgrounds since uh, since Ivan left. Let's just show off another Ron G background. Here we go. TTNL coverage. Ronnie G, I love you, bro. We're getting nervous again here. Who's on it now? The Cardinals are on. Yeah, the Cardinals clock. are on the clock, and then Green Bay. Getting nervous, boys. You see, now my cluster is going down. I have Osiris Torrance up there. You a little surprised to see Brian Branch, though? Yeah. I know there. people were a little upset with his times. Yeah, but, but that you pop on the tape. I mean, he's not he's not four five eight on tape at all. Listen, if they took him there. That I wasn't all right. So the the edge rush is fully on. The Cardinals have selected edge rusher from LSU, BJ Ojulari. I like Keon White over him. I didn't spell his name, (laughs) just put B and a J. Yeah, and you're a happy guy. (laughs) (laughs) LSU, yeah. B.J. Ojalari, O-J-U-L-A-R-I. I agree with you, Adeptus. I think he's a 3-4 outside linebacker. I don't think he fit with the Bears' scheme and philosophy. If we're looking there, you're looking at the three technique from Wisconsin, Benton. Um. So the Green, the Green Bay Packers are now on the clock. Will they Green, give their I, I guarantee, young signal caller a weapon? 
excuse me, Darnell Washington could be the pick here. Jack well, Kane is calling Branch to Green Bay, which be a, that would very be good a fit. Be value yeah, and be fit. A, yep. And just yeah, don't give, don't give uh, your young quarterback any any weapons. So I like that even more. Uh, my boy, I hope they don't take my boy here. The one guy I don't want Green Bay to pick. Should I say it, Cox, or am I going to jinx it? Put it out there. Cody Mock would be a nightmare for because I love the kid so much. To see him in Green Bay would freaking destroy me right now because I believe he's going to be a star. So now that I've said it and it's going to happen, just... What stream is that? Streamer, what are you gonna watch the show on your tablet? Yeah. You're right here. You're in the show. I can see myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do we think of Green Bay? We're um, gonna pick a bad player. Exactly. What are your thoughts on the Packers as a whole? Mm -hmm. You hate them. I hate them. Or like them. So at this point, the way that the edge rushers are falling off the board, I mean, so you're you're creeping up on ten picks away. You're you're looking at three tech. Double A's dropping. The centers have all are all there. Yeah, I mean, I see more of a motor with double A than Ivan does when he's inside. Where he yeah, should he's be much better inside. Yeah, he's much better inside. So the so. pick is in. The Green Bay Packers have selected tight end Luke Musgrave. Oh, they went Musgrave. Extensive injury history. Love the talent. He's more straight line, extremely fast. But man, that injury history. Ryan Cox and I were talking about him the other day. I know Ryan was a big fan. It just that that injury history worries me luke musgrave's a good football player I, i'm with you there i actually i, I obviously had laporta higher mayor higher and darnell hey, washington where is he from oregon state oregon state <coughs> excuse me so Peter Bukowski, I'm not very Big high on Luke Musgrave as some others, but his athleticism is what you bank on in the NFL. So he will pivot and call him an all pro within 48 hours. <laughs> Just you wait. So the Jets are on the clock, right? Yes. The Jets are on the clock, and the Jets with their new quarterback. Aaron Rodgers have to be eyeing another receiver here, in my opinion. They got some good ones there. Lazard, they got Garrett Wilson, the rookie of the year. And this is this is working out pretty well. I mean, the Bears are gonna have these three picks in a compressed area. And this the way that this is falling, edge rusher, not so much. I mean, I'm not a huge fan, but hopefully they're on the phone with Yannick and Gakwe. Um, yeah. 
seeing to, to get you got to get you got to get bodies here. It's not going to help you in the run, you know, run stuffing department, but a guy that can get after the pa- the passer. Um, My number one ranked player is Osiris Torrance. And then you got John Michael Smiths. So who would you take both were there? Would you and take Tevin just remove your loyalty to him? Uh, I would take John Michael Smiths at center because I think that would be a huge look look at that line now. You've just extreme makeover your offensive line with him. I, I have no Darnell I have Wright. absolutely zero problem. I understand they need defense and this isn't all gonna get fixed right now, but if they you take a center here like like Schmitz or and I'm higher on Tipman than you are. And I mm-hmm. tend to believe that the Bears are probably higher on Tipman than they are on Schmitz would be my I like guess Tipman. in terms of the versatility. Um I have Tipman over if Whitler. Can, if they can solidify that, I oh man, that's you go right across the board with um Braxton Jones, Tevin Jenkins, let's just say Tipman, Nate Davis, and Darnell Wright. That's that's a hell of a start to this rebuild. Well, the guy I really think would be great is Cody Mock. Like I just because he could do it all. And if he could play guard, he could play tackle, he could play center, I think. <clears throat> So if it was me, I'd probably be banging the table for him if he happens to be there at that pick. I just, I love that kid's tape. Love his athleticism. I love how he played his motor. He loves the game. He's a character. I think like he's a guy that brings everybody in the room together. He has that personality, that big bright toothless smile <laughs> toothless smile that lights up the room so the jets pick is in and they are taking offensive lineman joe tipman there he goes there he goes there he goes <laughs> so now like i said you're getting closer you're getting closer to Chicago, but the way this has been going, that they've been doubling up. They're going to so. be another center going off. Yeah. Joe Tipman, where is he from? Wisconsin. Big center. 6'6", 313 pounds. He's a redshirt junior. I haven't seen a, a center this big. The got, kid in got, Cleveland there. Uh, Posich. Is I think more Ohio State. Gets, yeah. yeah. What is he six seven? Six six. The other thing I think the Bears could do here is take uh keep your pants on, Ben Ricketts. I keep going back to Clark Phillips the third. Uh, the Nick Clark Phillips the third, the nickel corner out of Utah. I just think this kid is he has the pimp. He has that ability in the moments. I really think 
So I'm not a big fan of Luke Whipler, like here in the second round. I have Olu over Luke. I believe Olu's a better football player, a better finisher. I like Whipler. I think he's a fifth round guy. That's where I would put him. Uh, <laughs> I knew Ben. He would be my surprise pick for the Bears because of the nickel corner position. They've been so in flux. Now, where are you, Shane? Like, when you look at the Chicago Bears, I feel like as talented as Kyler Gordon is, I thought that he played better outside. Yeah, no, I like him outside. I like him. Uh, I like him on the field side, yeah. field corner. I just feel like he's very good with his eyes from that angle and covering people. Jalen Johnson, I agree with you, I and her. I think he is a good cover two guy, but I don't know where his mind is in regards to this culture here. Yeah, is his money? Is his eyes on the money, or is it on winning? Like anytime somebody gets off the phone and says, let's get paid. I, you're going to get paid in the NFL. That's a given all of them. And they deserve it. Quite frankly, putting their bodies and lives on the line, but there's something about Jalen Johnson. And again, just seeing him for these years. I just think we can wait on that. So getting a nickel, where's Who's our on guy? Deck here now? You got Green Bay again after the Colts. What'd you? The Colts yeah. are on deck here now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the Colts just selected a, a corner, uh, Brents, Julian oh, Brents from, from Kansas State. Is that where he's from? Yes. Yeah. Julius Brents. There he is. Now the Packers are back on the clock. Julius Brents, big corner. Who took him, Shane? Colts. Colts. That was a good pick. So uh, Green Bay is back up, and then New England. Coach's live reaction. Yeah. For the Patriots, they should be always tapping into these war rooms like there's no secrets there i can't read one of those names on their board for the colts my guy keon white is still there please god he fits what you're looking for and then come back and get cody mock and i'm dancing <laughs> Mike V says, "What's up, Coach O? What's up? You got a lot of fans, Dad. <laughs> well, could we get so that spit in your hat T-shirt ready? Yeah, we can work on that. There's a lot of <laughs> colleges out there, and I don't know them all. I'll tell you right now. I mean, I know the colleges, but I just don't know all the personnel you're talking about. A lot of." Listen, you know what we, me and Ivan and Shane, put on your plate. You're like the old chef that has done it for years, right? 
then the new guys just put the ingredients out and ask you to taste it. That's all you. That's all you're doing. Were you a fan of Cody Mock from North Dakota State when yes. we watched him? Right. Yes. yes. Can you see him in New England? Because I can. So, coach, the the Patriots pick is in, and they took offensive guard Angelo Joe Marino from Wallingford, Connecticut. <laughs> No, no, we're very economical, my family. <laughs> so there's been a trade. The Colts have traded with the Detroit Lions. Or I mean the the Green Bay Packers, I'm sorry. The Green Bay Packers have traded with Detroit. Wow. Detroit. <laughs> so Detroit loves these interdivision trades because they did it with Minnesota last year. Wait. So Detroit traded up to 45? Yes. yes. From Green where? Bay. Wherever they were. They had a couple. They, Detroit's flush with picks. They got a lot of picks from last year. Jesus. Yeah. And they, trade, they traded down this year, Phil. Remember from 6 to 12. They got another pick coming up after this, this one. Uh, after Washington, they have another one after uh, the Chargers. Two picks up the So the Lions trade pick 48 and 159 to move up three spots to number 45. Did we just trade back? Who? Someone's writing. We're now at 55. No. You ain't trading while you're off the clock. That's just the dumbest philosophy ever. 53. That's what I was thought. If Ryan Poles trades while they're off Yo. the clock, you uh hey, you it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Sneaky Tate Toshin over there. Is Tate what is that? It's Twitch. Twitch? Mm-hmm. That's Twitch. Is he our so only the Detroit Twitch? Lions have selected yeah. Oh no! Roll Tide, Brian safety Branch. Brian Branch. Wow! They've had a hell of a makeover on that secondary this year. Mm-hmm. What is he? Three running. Alabama is safety. Safety. Yeah. And didn't they get Chauncey Gardner Johnson? Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus. So Jeez. what do we got? Patriots up, huh? Yes. England is up. Here we go, Coach O. Let's, let's get a lineman here. Yeah, let's not take that guard that I was talking about. Right, Coach? <laughs> <laughs> you're getting to the point where you're moving. What are we? Seven picks away from the Bears. Could you use a center, Coach, in New England? Well, they got a real good one, but he's he's played about six years, so he Yeah, well it's not too bad then. <laughs> <laughs> Your grandson is here we go, Coach O. He's commenting. What is he saying? He said, Here we go, Coach O. <laughs> here we go. Oh. Who do you want? The Patriots pick is in and they have selected Defensive lineman Keon White. Jesus. That's Phil's guy, coach. My guy. 
defensive. T- what's his name? Keon, Keon White. White. Uh, Keon I mean, that's White. a perfect spot for the go shit in a hat uh, drop on Phil. <laughs> and where's he from? Georgia Tech. Yep. Big guy. 6'5", 283. Little shit in your hat and get the hell off the field. <laughs> Sorry. 20, he's 24 years old, but he's super raw. He's former basketball player coach. Yeah, how tall is he? Six what? Six, six four. Is he six five? Six five, two eighty five. He also played at Old Dominion and then transferred to Georgia Tech. His story is really good, and he's a really focused. Football. Does New England have another second round? I don't know. We're over here, live, breaking down the draft. Now, another one of my guys is off the board. So, right now, you're looking at Cody Mock, Keanu Benton. Even though my guy Ivan doesn't like him, Adotwami Adabare played the three technique. I think he's 100% in play if he's there for Chicago. John Michael Smith, the center from Minnesota, who's Shane and my number one center in this draft. It's fallen. Obviously, a guy that wouldn't shock us because we've heard a lot of interest is Tyreek Stevenson, the corner from Miami. DJ Turner is one of my favorite corners in this draft from Michigan. I know Eric Kramer would love Zach Charbonnet in a Bears uniform. Um, Dewan Jones. Could he be high on the Bears board? Where are you going to play him? Play him? Get him in the competition. Yeah, but I can never have I just, enough tackles. Tooley, no, I, my guy Tooley is in there. I could see when Cyrus the Torrance is They take down. the best player on the board. The guy that can help them. Because they really need like, an offensive lineman. I thought it was coming here. I really like Kia. You got a good one. He was the guy I was hoping was going to be there. So the commanders are on. Commanders are on the clock. He's on TV. They're still. They're Dude, just announcing the Detroit pick. pick. Yeah. Yeah. I go. What the heck? There's Brian Branch at the. At oh, the, is he there? Yeah. Nice. He wasn't. Here he is. They're good for him. He's he stayed. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. So wow, oh, you're a little st- bit of a little bit of a stunner. The Washington Commanders pick is in, and they are taking. Corner from Maryland, Jartavius Martin. The other Maryland corner. Jeez. I put I have him like fifth round. So So we're you're definitely in if they're if there is a if there is a guy that the Bears absolutely covet, you're to the point now where you're flipping probably 
your late four to to get up here? I don't know. I think you just stay pat now. Earth. Wait, what? They who they take? Who you said they took the corner from Maryland? Yeah, I have it that they took Jartavius Martin. Oh yeah, all right. It's an old pick. That's my bad. It's an old pick. He trans. It's he goes by Quan. It's Quan Martin, and he transferred from Maryland to to Illinois, I believe. I think Ryan Cox is filling me in here. I was looking at the picture that they posted of him. Oh, okay. And it's of him in his Maryland uh, jersey. My bad on that. Yeah. Who's on the board now? So, we Green are, Bay again? Um, yeah, Green Bay is up again. Oh, my God. Again? They're going to take my guy. Oh, wait a minute. We might have. The, now the Bucks are on the clock. So Tampa, Tampa Bay. Cheated. Could that be quarterback? Could it be Hendon I, Hooker? I don't know why it wouldn't be. Grandpa, it's your team. Some hookers are hot, and so is Tampa. It works out. <laughs> They're so far behind here in the car. Yeah. Like, let's move it going, ESPN. Well, that's and that's the, it gets it gets even worse with day three because they make it into a circus with with everything they go fast right what are you guys five minutes yeah. between third day yeah. yeah third day yeah yeah that gets worse that's the one area as a f- draft fan for so what? long it gets when did so- it tomorrow 12 o'clock noon, east. noon. so the packers uh trade pick 48 to the Bucks for pick fifty and pick one seventy nine. So that's even that's even lower. So like I said, if you're if you're Ryan Poles, and at this point they're probably going to be willing to sit. But um, if there's a guy there that you can't live without, you're you're flipping it. It's like a, a fifth round pick to move up, and you do have two fifth rounders. Oh God, this is a. T- a tense situation because of the Packers now didn't trade behind you. They're right in front of you. I think that this may be offensive line here. I mean, they have some issues there. Bakhtiari's not getting any younger. Well, that's and always Cody Mock, which was my nightmare of the, them getting him. If I'm picking now, I mean, especially with this board, where it's at, I think I got to go after Thule. I got to get an edge guy that also could play three. He's in that Van Ness versatility. With All of my pass rushers are gone. I think I would take. I definitely would take Thule over Double A. Is this Dion White, the guy you like? Keon. Keon. K. K E I O N. Could he uh, be a edge rusher? 
Oh yeah, that's what he's gonna be. Yep. This kid is a former basketball player. You're saying he was a, a defensive tackle. Well, they list him as a five technique somewhere, but that he is an edge rusher. Oh, my... Glad to hear that. Yeah, so big. all all players from the green room have now been drafted. Thule or Benton. so the pick is in, and the Tampa Bay Bucks have selected the toothless one. Ah, Odie Mock. Look to cut His mother's. He's Ryan Cox. Oh Ryan God. Cox. Ryan Cox sent me that text with great joy. I think Phil. I'm just kidding. Busting your balls a little bit, but yeah, he did go to Tampa. Oh my God. God. Here's Keon White right here. They're showing his highlights now. Playing him at three technique. Now he's playing the five. Fight battling inside. You could just see the ability. Now he's on the edge against North Carolina, fighting up the field. Look at him deliver the blow, spin, find the quarterback's legs, dropping there. I mean, ah, I'm jealous of that pick. I really believe his ceiling is so high. Now my boy Mock is a Patriot. For fuck's sake. I don't know. You're still you. I think they're still sitting pretty decent here, Phil. If they can come away with, if you can get my number one center and your number one center and solidify this offensive line, we've been screaming for this for decades. I no, understand. You, you get a center here. Mock was my selfish. And that, so this is important. This is key. When Tampa Bay is announcing this pick, they announce Cody Mock at center. It makes sense. Yep. Steve said it. My dad said it. Yep. You just see the athleticism and the ability to get to the second level. It's just impressive on all levels in regards to Cody Mock. It's a real good pick. Oh. Who's 49 now? Uh, so Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh will take this. Oh, man. They got to go for a receiver, right? This is the tough thing about the draft is when you're at 53 and you're waiting and all of these players. Yeah, but then you can, you Phil, you can all, like I said, it, it the, the weight sucks, but now you're in this compressed area of 53, 61, 64. So you can, you can start knocking off some, uh, value you you can start knocking off some needs with some pretty good value here because this is just uh there's still guys there i mean the, the, potentially they could come away with if they go cooley and schmitz or schmitz and double a who, who knows how it goes yeah i think you would have to be um take schmitz first there goes keanu benton um, Benton's going to the fucking Steelers now. Yep, Dang. that's definite fit there. My, my whole cluster is gone now. So Green Bay is back up again. So Green Bay is at fifty, right? Yeah, more at fifty-three. Jesus Christ! The value right now. 
Well, well, I don't want to even say any names because every fucking name I keep saying they goes off the board. So I'm gonna wait. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm gonna wait until we're at fifty-two. Because exactly, it's a cluster. It's a cluster right here. I'm not gonna say one other name. It's crazy. The commissioner's on the Buccaneers pick, for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, I'm shutting up. This is the first time in my life I'm going to shut up. I'm just going to talk. So, now we're looking at how this board has fallen and it has fallen in many many ways yep he's gonna he's gonna say it there's cody mock we, we broke down this play this guy that is him that is him the collection of fat heads don't break them these are bobbleheads. Bobbleheads, you're right. Ugh. Look at this guy. <laughs> He's at the VFW over there in North Dakota. He's the best. <laughs> oh, man. Screw you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just chilling at the VFW with people. Oh man, I just love the per the kid. So the Packers pick is in, and they are taking wide receiver from Michigan State, Jaden Reed. Hmm. All right, all right, Packers. Jaden Reed is a count Packer. Me, count me as a fan. I'm a fan. I was a fan of Reed. I have a, no names to share right now for fear. Don't say any names. <laughs> if we say any of my names, they're gonna get picked. Get picked. At fifty-two, we'll say names. What about uh, fifty? Who's on now? Miami. Miami's it's at on the fifty-one. Clock with their... but they have three yeah, picks. but Green Green Bay took Jaden Reed. Yeah, so. Uh, Miami is on the clock, and this is their first pick of the draft. I know. Better be a good one. This is fun. They'll probably get – I bet you they get Dewan Jones, Miami. Oh, no. I bet you they're going to snake that guy. Mm-hmm. Or are they going to take – Oh, man. I'm trying not to say names. So great quote by new Chicago Bear Darnell Wright. Um, what happens if a player hits uh, Justin Fields late? Uh, we in the parking lot with that. So you're gonna take it outside. So that's the that's the that's mentality exactly. that we need. That's what you're looking for. Oh man, we in the parking lot with that, huh? Yep. <laughs> 
<laughs> Is he from Brooklyn or something? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Phil, you're a lot more stressed this year with the picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a guy that I have really high, Just obviously it. we talked about him, is Osiris Torrance and John Michael Smiths. Those guys are in my top 50. They're sitting there. Uh, also, wide you receiver. A, you got to wonder on these guys if there's medicals Cedric at this Tillman. point. Cedric Tillman. Yeah, wide, wide receiver. I could see the Bears loving some Cedric Tillman. I'm getting a text. Don't say any more names, please. <laughs> oh, man. Torrance cannot play center. No. He's not going to play center. He's a guard. And in this, he'd be playing left guard. And then you would have a competition at left tackle. If I was there, if my dad and I were the offensive line coach, because I don't give a shit what Ian Cunningham and them say about Chris Morgan. I don't see it, but we'll see. Darnell likes them. That's great. Let's see. One other name that I know that the Bears have been connected to on the offensive side of the ball is the tight end Tucker Craft. The so Jackrabbit. Yep, that's another big, name. big athlete. But if you're, I would take Darnell Washington if you're going Tucker Craft. Well, it just, depends on there's the thing out there talking about his medicals. I think people expected him to be off the board before now, so that might be coming to uh, fruition that it is a medical issue. What are you doing? I told you. Leave those things alone. Oh, my God. They don't work unless you play with them, Phil. Well, he just broke one of them. That's what she said. <laughs> trenches, 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 Donnie. Danny or Den Danny or Donnie. It's a Wait, different way to spell Donnie. Things that, you gotta wonder if the NFL has told everybody to slow everything down. Oh my god. Because who's on the clock? Miami hasn't picked? Dude, I got yeah. I got the Packers pick is in right now on my TV. That's what I have on the TV, but Shane's usually three ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so the Dolphins pick is in, and they have selected cornerback Cam Smith. South Carolina. South Carolina. I don't have him this high. I have... If you're going corner, I so the Seahawks are now on the clock, and that leaves the Chicago the Bears. Bears up next. All right, here we go. what do we got here? We got names. Give me some fucking names. Corner from South Carolina, yes, coach. I would. Uh, I'm, I'm give me man. some fucking names. Let's I'm gonna go. Be, go around the go around the board here, Phil. What's your what's your my, guess? My pick or my guess? 
What are we no, doing? What, look at this what through the lens of Ryan Poles and Ian Cunningham. Who's going to be the pick? I think it's going to be John Michael Schmitz here. All right. I think it's Ivan? Daniel Washington. Tate throwing his name in. I think it's going to be Osiris Torrance. Wow, really? You take the best Osiris. player available, and you got a nasty guard to go. You don't know if Cody's going to be healthy, so just saying. I think that they're going to take the defensive tackle from Northwestern is my gut. Double A. Just call yeah, him double A. The new well, double A. they've been watching us. So the pick is in for the Seattle Seahawks. The Bears are now on the clock. The Seahawks have taken running back Zach Charbonnet. Oh. <laughs> I saw Phil looking back there. Oh, that's Eric Kramer's boy. So we are on the clock. Let's so smash now, the right, like now let's button. Let's do this good real luck. quick. Now let's smash do this the like quick. button. For good Remove luck. the Ryan Poles lenses. Phil, who is your pick? My pick here through my lens would be Darnell Washington. He's he would be the guy that I would pick because of what he does in the run game yeah. or Thule. Just need a name. Ivan. Those are the two guys. Thule. Yeah, my pick would be Schmitz. I would I would fortify this offensive line. My two picks. Well, if they've been listening to us, I started to say this before. Go ahead. You're gonna take Dewa. They're gonna say take who? The one. The Juan Jones. Coach O. The Juan Jones. Sit the guy down and talk to him. Find out what he's what's all about. That this. guy's six eight, man. And he beat the shit out of everybody I saw on film. <laughs> Love it. Are you listening, Bears? <laughs> Listen, I'm happy if they do go John Michael Smith, Tooley, Darnell Washington, and Cedric Tillman. Those are those are my cluster right here. I also would throw in the corner, DJ. Are you listening, Bears? <laughs> <laughs> are you listening, Bears? The kid from Michigan. Got to throw him in there. The corner. Turner. DJ Turner? Yeah. I just think he's just too good. Brad Biggs reporting. The Bears are on the clock. Thank you, Bradley. Thank you. Oh, I think they got to be pretty happy with who's available here. If you're if you're Ryan Poles, the way that this is unfolded. Trenton Simpson, the weak side linebacker from Clemson. How can you invest there yeah. again? I just I don't see it. Ah, oh, the nerves are killing me. Same. Are you nervous? Yeah. Nervous? Who are you pulling for? Darnell Washington? Zach Evans. Zach Evans. He wants some running back. Dude, I mean, are you going to make me rant in front of your child if they select a <laughs> running back right here? <laughs> you can. <laughs> so the pick is in. The Chicago Bears have selected... Defensive lineman Gervon Dexter from oh, Florida. Wow. Oh, is so trash. <laughs> <laughs> Gervon Dexter. Yep. The Adam the John reporter a couple of weeks ago 
It's not the motor so much. It's the it's the initial get off. The motor is there. Always a beat less. Yeah. The penetration. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna have to cut some tape up of him. Yep. This is what the guy looks like. He's a defensive tackle. Yes. He's a big He's boy big too. Dude. Big dude. Big dude. Six five. Yeah, six, 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 five, three, ten. He's number nine in Florida. That's yeah, six, 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 three, ten. Not in my cluster here. That's Javon Dexter Sr. Yeah. Is is this guy good? (laughs) Oh, man. Seems to me there's a lot of fake teeth. Ryan Cox and Cars can tell you that. I called my shot this morning. Oh, really? That it was Dexter. Uh, This guy has fake teeth. Big Dexter. So we got a pick coming up after. Like, I don't know how. I don't know where we pivot from here. But do you go if there's if if Smith is there? Do you go John Michael Smith still? I would, but I'm I'm starting to wonder with the need that Chicago has. It's one of two things. They have a belief in Cody Whitehair or Schmitz may have medicals that nobody's heard about. Talking about. Oh man. So who's on deck here? He's a younger kid coming out as a yeah. what? Redshirt sophomore? He's 21 years old. Um six six three twelve. He's listed at. Started at defensive tackle, 13 games. Finished the season with 55 tackles, four quarterback hurries, and two sacks. Oh, my Recorded five tackles and one solo versus Oregon State in the bowl game. I'm never going to like this kid. Hey. You haven't seen him play. Got to give him a shot. Got to give him a shot. I wouldn't have picked him here. I want to pick Zach Evans. <laughs> who's a, who's 53? The Bears have another one? That was Chicago, yeah. Now the uh, Chargers are on the clock at 54. Oh, Riley Marsaw is a fan of him. 53, you mean, right? Yes. No, Chicago was 53. Then we're coming uh, up again. 54 is on the clock, and that's the L.A. Chargers. You're going to get to see Gervin Dexter coming up on the big screen here. At least they're just... Uh, Listen, I, you're seeing Eberflus's length in regards to Gervin Dexter. Uh, Shane, do you have some of his Raz scores and see yeah, if that's... currently... Are you looking at that? Um, so his Raz is 9.37. So the falls in line. So yeah, height six six three ten, vertical of thirty one, broad jump nine foot two inches. Uh, he ran four eight eight. He ran. Yep. For Arm length thirty two and two quarters. Uh, yeah, nine point three seven is his rest. So that falls in line. I'm not as low on this pick as you are. It's just. When I watched him on tape, I brought it up with Herb Howard today. It's just the initial. It's just there's. It's maddening because you're like, just just go, explode, and sometimes he'll do it, and you're like, oh shit, this is a dude. You you're gonna be. 
I think you're going to be a little bit more impressed, Phil, when you get on the tape and really dive into him. But you're going to see what I'm talking about. He's, well, he's I was a player. Watching him. I was watching him against Darnell Washington when I was cutting that tape because I was like, let me just. One quarter, Jeff. Come on. Don't be that dude. Jesus. Uh, this kid is, he just looked a little lazy in my opinion. He's got the frame. He's got the size. I had a third, fourth round grade on him here. I prefer Thule. Oh, you had him in the fourth? Really? Third or fourth. Yeah. I just didn't see So there's see been him. a trade, and the Kansas City Chiefs are now on the clock. They trade with the Chargers. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I see the Chiefs right yeah, now. Yeah, and see, Adeptus, this is... This is this is a great point by Adeptus right here. The snap timing, the snap timing, and having the discipline with that—that's where you can be coached. You can be coached up. He's got all the physical attributes you, that you want. Yeah, I, I think you're going to be higher on this when you dive into him a little bit more, Phil. I'm not as down on him. It's just the I was the, actually the more timing. impressed with. Brent and Cox Jr. than I was him, but again, because you had told me, hey, they're they're talking about how much interest. Oh, okay, have. so the the charger it was a pick after the Chargers. So who is it? Here Detroit has traded. So Thule goes to the L.A. Chargers. Ah, right. of course I'm they get. It. You. I thought Everyone's got a different size. Chargers, yeah, it was the, it was the the Chargers had made the pick, Coach, but the the Chiefs traded up with Detroit. Oh, at the next pick, yeah. So what did the what did the Chargers get? Here he is pulling a three tech. No, the Detroit, Kansas City traded up with Detroit. The Chargers took Tui Tui Apoloto, the the uh, defensive lineman from USC. <laughs> You got to think this is probably wide receiver here if you're the Chiefs. Speed kills. Would they be going after Jalen Hyatt? Wow, imagine him in that offense. Well, we're going to get to see Gervin Dexter's tape against Tennessee because I have that locked up. It might be Jervon. Is it Jervon? Jervon Dexter. Oh, yeah. It's Jervon. Yeah. They love the pick. You can see them. Kevin Warren's on the phone with them on the uh, the big screen here at ESPN. I hate the pick. Well, let's see where it goes. East, what, what number are they next in the teens, 60s? What number are they? So when the Coming up at 61. When, okay, that's yeah. not that's not bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, <laughs> it's total family affair. The Chiefs have drafted wide receiver Rashi Rice from SMU. Yes. Bears coming back up here to pick. Man, what is the deal? I didn't even, I didn't even see Devin Hester. Did you? 
Either. I was not even paying attention. No, I, to the TV. I just yeah, I, I saw him right now. Who's did? Yeah, kid. They, sh- they showed the uh, highlights. Yeah. I saw him with his kid. He, he was son. he was with a kid. I don't know if it was his son, but there was a child there. Yeah, it's his son. Tate's all over it. So the Bears at fifty six now. No, sixty one and sixty four. There's a pelt ranger. Listen. So who's fifty six right now? Jacksonville. Yeah, the Jags. Let us know how you're feeling. I just had Thule higher than Dexter. Yeah, Nick. Well, that probably comes down. They want length and size and athleticism, and he fits the mold there completely. Dexter does. You know, yeah. The, this is a guy. You look at what he had in Indy mm-hmm. with Buckner. Similar similar structure you know physically yeah yep listen i'm definitely gonna destroy the tape there on him to try to see again the guy oh, that so here's the, the that wasn't the even tape. the updated raz that i gave you phil the updated <laughs> raz with all of the numbers for him are 9.53 mm-hmm. so that's even more impressive uh yeah because uh, Abdeptus was given a 10-yard split. Oh, the him. Bears have traded up. Oh. The Bears are on really? the clock. Yes. Tom, according to Tom Pellicero, the Chicago Bears have traded up. Oh, what are they giving up? Well, I don't know. Give me a second here, guys. This literally just not. came down they're the pipe. God. So, I hope this, they're not giving I up. wouldn't be shocked if they, do, they don't double up at defensive tackle here and take double A. It wouldn't. I think that that's in play for them. So this is the fifty-six one. Well, they were at sixty-one, but they've traded up from sixty-one. They probably flipped one of their fifth rounders. I'm I would assuming. Be, I'd be happy with Torrance or Schmitz. Can you imagine? I think you gotta go Schmitz here. I think we gotta. Yeah. Go I'd love it. Now. So the Bears jumped the Giants. So mm-hmm. that's something that you have to keep in mind. It if could be got... my guy Turner out of Michigan, a corner. There we go. The Bears, the Bears have Jack traded up with the Jaguars. What have they given up, Adam Schefter? So Greg Gabriel, the comp for Jervon Dexter is DeForest Buckner. Greg Gabriel just tweeted that out, and we just – just talked about that seconds ago. Yes, you said it. All right, so you guys want to go around real quick and then give your remove your your. Do you want to do Ryan Poles lenses or your your wish? Who you want? Your wish. <laughs> Tate is speaking for you, Shane. I think you go. Who do you think they're going to take here? Who do you think? They clearly are jumping up. So the Bears are at number 56 now. 
did they give up that pick? That's the big question for me. So the Bears have traded pick number 61 and pick 135. Okay. That's, so that's the first pick of the fifth round, I believe. They shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Stop. Stop back there, you negative Nancy. <laughs> Payback time for your donut thing. Payback <laughs> for the donut. <laughs> I'm. I think you go Robert Schmitz here. Or, or John Robert Michael Smith. To Robert Smith. Oh, that's clip that, Ivan. I'm tweeting that out. <laughs> John, John Michael Jingleheimer Schmitz. That's an all-timer. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I know they like this juice scrugs. So the Chicago Bears pick is in, and mm-hmm. it is cornerback... Tyreek Stevenson. Oh, the from kid Miami. from Miami. Yes, let's go. I like this guy. There right. he is, Tyreek Stevenson. So Makes sense, man. Guys. It's another that you just drafted two of the absolutely critical pieces for an Eberflus defense right there. Let's go. We got with your interior defensive lineman with athleticism and now Tyreek Stevenson. I, you're going to. Bears fans are going to love this kid. We've talked about him quite a bit here, being connected to the Bears, and the Bears have obviously showed a lot of interest, enough interest to trade up for him. This is a good pick on Tyreek Stevenson. Where did he play? University of Miami. Miami, yeah. Good job, Chicago. I believe he transferred from Georgia, but they just had so many numbers there. He transferred. We got more picks coming. We got top of the third round. Top of the third round. We're going to be ready to go again. Maybe they trade down and get some more picks. Yeah. yeah. Especially after you've you've made your choice there. Now you come back. Trade down from there. You look at this. You look at this secondary now, man. You Stevenson can play. People are going to like this kid. If you haven't watched tape on him. And he's a dog. Stevenson, six foot one ninety-eight. He had a thirty-eight and a half inch vert. He ran a four four five forty. His one five one split, I love. The ten and a half foot broad jump shows the explosive explosion. And his three cone is seven point zero nine seconds. Big corner, the size definitely is physical. You can play press man. I like this pick here. I know, Shane, you've been talking about the interest that the Bears have had in this kid. Is he's a top? He's a thirty visit too. Yes. So that would be the first one they had. Yeah, no, I guess there was – I think Joniak was wrong on that. I know uh, somebody had posted uh, an interview from uh, last year where they said that uh, Kyler Gordon and – I'm blanking on our safety because I haven't slept in three days. Jaquan Brisker um, got to know each other on their 30 visit. So I don't know if it was a 30 visit or if it – so I don't know. 
I think Joniak was probably wrong on that. Okay. Well, so the New York Giants have selected, and they have taken. Always want you to know. They have selected center John Michael Schmitz. Oh, there you go. The Giants pick. John Michael Schmitz is off the board. Yeah, so now at this point at center, I think that the you're oh, looking at yeah. center for the Bears. Yeah, but they're very much connected to Juice Scruggs. Yeah, they That's like the Scruggs. So the 61st and the 136. Here we go. There he is. Look it's it. a secure Stevenson. Oh, there's, there's Devin Hester. There's his son. His son's wearing that hat like it's floating on his head like a magician. Here it is. I can play the audio. Tyreek The U to the U. This is him playing at Georgia where they use him at that star defender. They like yeah. to move him. Play outside linebacker with the guy. You could tell how tough this kid is. Was that was that his son or his bodyguard? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at the corner blitz. He's not afraid to put his face in there. So, real quick, Phil, the Raz on Tyreek Stevenson, eight point nine three, uh, six foot one ninety eight. Vert 38.5, 40 yard dash 445, 20 yard split 257, uh, 10 yard split 1.48, which is amazing. Listen, I like I like it. Like two of them. I like his uh his energy and his confidence. He can tackle. And that's really when you watch him, he's somebody that I was expecting to be a, you know, athletic freak, but he's a physical yeah. football player on top of it. Go ahead. The Dallas Cowboys have just selected, and they have taken tight end Luke Schoonmacher from the ah, University of he went, he went high. The Cowboys. That was my guy, man. What's his name? Luke Schoonmacher. Luke. Stevenson looks like he has some of the uh, pimps principles. Yes. In, uh, yes, he does. What's that? What's the Alabama receiver that you like? There is no Alabama. Dom Fola just shared a tweet with me from Adam Johns. Fun fact. The Chicago Bears hosted right tackle Darnell Wright, defensive tackle Gervon Dexter, and cornerback Tyreek Stevenson at Hallis Hall all within the same week. There you go. I remember Stevenson. Pimp. Pimp. I don't know what Shadow's trying to say. Everyone's is Phil guy? You don't have to elaborate on that one because not everyone's my guy. I can tell you Did that. Did you not just hear him talk about Dexter? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> exactly. I'm not. 
Didn't Listen. exactly sound happy about it. Dexter, I'm going to have to dig into the tape a little bit more. You know, he was somebody that. There's a lot there, man. There's stuff that's going to drive you nuts. Like I said, it's, NFL it's, body. It's the, it's the, at some points, it's the get off. You're like, what do you just, just go explode? Because there's times, man, where he's an absolute hammer. When he's on the move, it's just you're wondering why the, the buildup to get him there to that point is taking him just a, you know, just a smidge too slow. This Stevenson is a definite fit in what you're trying to do defensively because he is physical and he could play outside or inside. So Dexter, obviously, they love the length and the size, and there is a comparison in size. I just, again, limited. I saw two games of his, Tennessee in South Carolina, and I felt like he was a little lackadaisical. I didn't see a three-tech going after it. I just saw a couple jogs here. and But again, let's. Uh, I got I got to look more into Dexter. Uh, the size is there, 48840. Uh, they're saying he did a better one-yard, 10-yard uh, split at his pro day. You can't teach 6'6", 310 pounds. 32 and a half, 32 and a quarter inch arms and a nine and a half hand. Nine foot two broad, the 31 inch vert kind of worries me, but at 6'6", 300. So the Buffalo Bills pick is in and they have taken offensive guard Osiris Torrance. Wow. Great pick for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. I think if they, if this defensive line coach can get this kid to be an aggressive, bull rushing defensive tackle, then you might get something there. You really do, but all I see is kind of. Standing up and allowing other people to attack him. So maybe there's no question he's got the NFL body. And how we say his first name? Gervon. 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 I, I think it's, it might be Gervon, but it could be Gervon. Gervon. I don't know. Yeah. Gervon. We, call, we can call him Dexter. He's not twitchy at all. He really doesn't come off that way. But again, let's see where he's at. Wouldn't have been the guy. I would have. Thule went what? Two picks later. One pick to the Chargers. Uh, yeah, they were at. Uh, but yeah, it was just within two, three picks, man. Uh, we are going to break down all of these draft picks. If you head over to the tapeneverlies.com, sign up to become a patron. We will have all of this cut up and broken down. We broke down Ryan Cox so many like Jervon. Okay, so right. Jervon, yeah. yeah. As long as it's not Javon, then we're gonna be all right. So the uh, Cincinnati cool. Bengals have just selected and they have taken cornerback DJ Turner. 
from Michigan. There's my guy. But Stevenson fits the scheme to a T. He can press and play cover two really well. Playmaker, physical football player. So. They were talking about finding the football. Exact Eddie Goldman being. So we're three. So the Jags are on the clock at 61 and the Bears are at 64. So we're going to be coming up again. Hopefully we get that from Dexter. Dexter was a st steel thick wood says. Sounds we'll like there's a boom or bust. Yeah. So so far, according to Aaron Lemming, that uh, all three of the Bears picks so far, like we just reported, they're all top thirty visits. Hmm. And this is what Lewis Riddick has to say about Tyreek Stevenson. Super, super, super aggressive. This guy will absolutely knock you out. He is a Chicago Bear. This is the kind of Matt, this is the kind of guy that coach Matt Eberflus is going to love. I hope he has a high mode. I mean, I, I, I'm talking about like that, that in your face type of cornerback attitude, yep. high motor. That's what I want. Well, that's what that's what he's given you. Right. He does not lack confidence, but he's not like for nothing. He is physical. That's the key in this whole thing. If you play that star position at Georgia, yep. that's trying to that's asking you a lot, especially as a defensive back. You have to be a tough kid. For him to transfer out of there, go to Miami, and then play more outside, now he's really accomplished a lot as a young player. I really like the pick there, Tyreek. I really do. Jervon, I'm going to have to really – I'm going to obviously start cutting that tape tomorrow before the draft, mm -hmm. the Dexter tape. Damn, Fred Jackson. Do you think they're looking for him as a rusher? Who, Dexter? Yeah. He's going to play inside. On the interior, yeah. Yeah, he ain't an edge rusher. No mm -hmm. way. When's the Bears picking again? 64. 64? I, mean, I, I think we all hope you're right, Dickwood. I mean, I don't think any of us want him to fail at this point. I just... Exactly. Not not where some of us not where some of us were going to take him. I'm higher on him than Phil, than Phil is just initially, but I've I've dove into him I think just a little bit more. Like I said, I talked about it with Herb Howard today. It's just the initial burst where you're when you watch the tape, you're almost screaming at your TV. Just go cuz once he goes, he's a he can be a buzzsaw. Yeah, I mean, listen. We, we're going to see, and Ivan put it best. I'm just going to tell you my truth, and and that's where it ends, you know. Obviously, there was a huge run on all of those guys that we had earmarked. Dexter fell all the way down there. 
Dexter to me has a lot to work on. Wow, shocker here. The Jacksonville Jaguars have just drafted tight end Brenton Strange from Penn State. Yeah. He was my sleeper tight end in this draft. He's going this high? Yeah. He just Holy went off shit. the board to Jacksonville. Holy so got, um, shit. So you got what, Evans and uh, and him now? You got two tight ends? Yeah. Or Evan Ingram, I'm sorry, not Evans. Evan Ingram. I know. Oh, we got to deal with another fucking Philadelphia Eagles pick here coming up. Are the Bears going to trade down no from 64? No. And they try to accrue some some stuff back. Yeah, I don't know. I it all depends. I it's hard to say. I mean, you're you're guessing at this point. It all depends on their board and 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 value. When you look at the Bears roster now, based on need, you have to be on the phone with Ngakwe. You would think so. Mm-hmm. Have to be. But if he doesn't. I mean, if you're applying this hits philosophy to him, it, that part of it doesn't fit with Ngakwe at the same right. time. So, but Phil, you think about Dexter in the internal, you know, the the interior of your line with Walker, Dexter, uh, Billings, right now, and then the uh, the guy we brought over last year. Um, Justin Jones. Oh yeah, Justin Jones. So you're it, it's an interesting it's an interesting group there with the addition of 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 Dexter. So it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And yeah, are they going to use Walker in a couple of different spots? Oh, boy. Sorry about that. Yawn. Uh, Byron Young from Tennessee. Yaya Diaby. Um, who's raw. Well, and I mean, at this point, too, there's some value in wide receiver at this point, too. Cedric oh, yeah. Tillman. Uh, depending, on how, depending on how you feel. To me, he's more of a one-trick one trick pony. I love Cedric Tillman, man. Yeah. Uh, your boy, Xavier. Yeah. Xavier Hutchinson. Xavier Hutchinson. Um, Michael Wilson. Yeah, that medicals are going to come into play there with him for sure. So. Double A still out there. Uh, according to Ryan Cox, uh, Zach Pearson is pounding the table for Josh Downs from UNC, the the, the wide receiver. Yeah, very good. Start. So we have a we have a trade. The Eagles have traded pick number sixty two to the Houston Texans. So you could see a you could potentially see a wide receiver come off the off the uh, the board here. To give CJ Stroud an, uh, another weapon. 
in the third round. Oh, third wow. Round. Wow. Wow. The Houston Texans have traded up and have selected center Juice Scruggs. Oh. You think they're going in front of us? There was a lot of word about the Bears liking Scruggs at center. Yeah. yeah. The Juan Jones is still falling, Dad. Still going down. Surprise, Jones is still out there, too. Phil, would you be against pairing Adebawari with Dexter as two young pieces on the interior of your line? Yeah, I I feel like I don't know where I am with double A at so, this point. There's a lot. So the Denver Broncos have just traded up. Oh, really? Yes. With Detroit? Uh, that would be, yeah, who would be on the clock. Correct. That's 33? 63, rather? Yeah, yes. right in front of the Bears pick. So this, that they've traded up into the, that, to the final selection of round two. John Michael Schmitz has gone. He is a New York giant. So he is no longer on the board. DeWan Jones is still there. Oh, another, don't forget about this. I forgot about this just looking on Twitter. One of the centers that the Bears have been very interested in, along with Juice Scruggs, is Ricky Stromberg from Arkansas. Still available. So that's another name to keep in mind. Well, they also can take running back from Ole Miss. <laughs> Zach Evans. I think if they go running back, you're going to see that tomorrow. My, my, that's, that's my... My guess. So Houston picked or hasn't picked? Houston picked Juice Scruggs. Okay, yeah, that's right. So Denver is on the clock. Yes. For the last pick of round two. Okay. So the Denver gets picked. Denver goes from pick 63. And, of course, that just shut down. Let me grab that one more time. Uh, Denver gets pick 63 and 183 from Detroit for pick 68 and 138. So Detroit moved up about 50 spots in the fifth. God. Jane, what channel are you watching on? Dewan Jones is still there is crazy to me. Well, it's the... What they've said, Phil, it's the personality or something. His process, they said he's turned off. He's had one of the worst um, NFL draft processes that they've seen. It's 
crazy. His tape is so. When you're good. at your pro day and you just show up in warm-ups while your teammates are all working out and doing their thing, and you're just off by yourself, and there's people there. That's a it's a that's a bad look. And you're over 400 pounds mm-hmm. and refuse to weigh in. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> I would love Cedric Tillman here, but will the Bears do it? You're at 64, right? Yes, the Bears are. So Denver's, we're just waiting for the Denver pick. Denver. Benjamin Benjamin Albright will not have that breaking news for anybody. I did not see in Juice Scruggs go in the second round, man. It's yeah. Ross Tucker says Brian Cushing announcing a pick named Juice. Weird. <laughs> what did he say? Unbelievable as we sit here and wait for wow. So the pick is in for Denver. The, there we the, go. They draft another wide receiver, Marvin Mims. Marvin Mims. Is the pick is in for Bears? So the, so the Bears are, Bears on, the are clock. on the clock. The Bears are on the clock. Marvin Mims. Where is he from? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. He's been all over the place of the last right. couple of weeks. Prediction prediction time. Go ahead, Phil. Evans. <laughs> Tate prediction. says Evans. Phil. Uh I'll say Cedric Tillman. Ivan. Right now I got nobody. Like I don't know where I don't know where they're gonna go. I, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I uh, Another guy that we haven't talked about yet that I know some people aren't high on is Harrison from Ohio State. The uh, the edge, he fits the, the athletic that. profile, exactly what they want. Uh, Ricky Stromberg is a guy that connected to, obviously, the center from Arkansas. They still got receivers out there. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't go receiver, but I could. I mean, if you like a guy and he's ranked high on your board, I mean, why wouldn't you or take a shot? Trade it. Or they're going to trade. I, I would like love Darnell Washington here, man. Oh, my God. It's the medicals, man. It's, I think that's pretty clear. You're in round three. This guy can block. You got a one. I, I get that the medicals pushed him down here, but you're in the third round. You got a. So talent. here's a list from. Uh, Pelissaro, Zach Harrison, Mike Morris, Byron Young, Adebowari, Zach Byron Pickens, Young, Tennessee. Trenton Simpson, Drew Sanders still out there, Kaylee Ringo, Darius Rush, Sidney Brown, and Jair Brown. So there, there's still a lot of very interesting names. Sidney Brown from Illinois. Mm-hmm. I couldn't – I would probably go up and draft Darnell Washington. Cedric Tillman or Washington. I'll throw Byron Young in there. I know he's 6'2. 
but he plays with pride. And in the third round, I like him there from from Tennessee. Let's see. Pick is in. The pick is in for the Bears. Who they picked? We don't know. They didn't trade it though. So this is the last pick for them tonight, then. Yes. Unless they they do have two fours. Unless they trade up. Yeah. This is the first pick in the third round. I thought there'd be more action from the Bears possibly trading down here. But they do have the first pick tomorrow. That's good. Which everybody goes back, resets their boards, and then they start fighting. And you hope that they're starting to fight for some people. Now, your guy Stromberg could be in play. My guy Olu, the center from Michigan, could be in play. Uh, I'm getting nothing on my end. Jesus. Well, who's their running back now? They have Khalil Herbert, Deonta Foreman, Deontay Foreman, and Khalil Herbert right now. Are they going to be happy with those guys? Well, they like Khalil Herbert. They clearly like Deonta Foreman. Both guys will be on a one-year deal. That won't stop them from selecting right. back. How about fears right now? They could pick Trent Juicy they, like they could take the kid in the third round. Yeah. And they, they signed Travis Homer, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Travis Riley. Homer. Thank you. Riley Moss. Well, they got too many. Darius Rush. Don't. I would love Riley Moss, but I don't think. Could my boy Charlie Jones be the top pick in the third round? He almost has the same name as Randy Moss. <laughs> almost. Close. He's almost. very close. close. But, so close, but yet so different. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Hi. There you go. Yep. I like it. I like it. I like it. Here we are. Third round. The Bears are on the clock. The pick is in, according to ESPN. So Philadelphia has back to back picks here right after us. Mm -hmm. I was hoping there'd be more. More. Action here. I thought maybe so. The pick is in, and the Bears are going back to the defensive line. Okay, on the interior, and they have selected defensive tackle Zach Pickens from South, from Carolina. South Carolina. Okay, that kid I like. Zach Pickens. He put up at a Warren and I and I fucking I almost got angry. <laughs> Again, there you follow these Raz scores 9.22, 63291. So this could point to him being your three tech 
and Dexter being being your one. Yeah, that would make more sense to me, man, based on what I saw. This kid has a lot more pop into him. He's a captain. Uh, he's been a four-year letter winner. Uh, yeah. Constantly in the backfield, setting the edge. Oh, they're showing his highlights now. Look at this. Well, you got your pick, and I'm going to leave you guys. All right. Love you, Coach. Love you, Dad. Thanks for popping on with us. It's interesting to listen to you guys. (laughs) You you and Shane are unbelievable. (laughs) Yeah, fuck you, Ivan. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are knowing all this stuff. Hey, take care, huh? I'll see you on Sunday. All right, Coach. Have a good night, Coach. Good so night. the Bears and I have night. no, I'm, I am not. This does you look at the way and th- listen. If you guys were with us earlier, Herb Howard said this is a canvas, and Ryan Poles is yep. painting it, and the yep. first brush stroke might not make sense. So let's just put it in terms of these picks. So the second brush stroke tonight may not have made sense to everybody. But now you add Dexter with Pickens, and you have the interior of your defensive line. You have a lot of juice moving forward there. These guys fit. Phil, we did this in the mock draft with Eric Kramer, with Mozzie Smith and Adebaware. It's the same philosophy. It's just built with different names this way. I have no problem here. I like the listen I like the fact that you get Pickens who's more of a three tech and it's going to bring that kind of energy to that position he lives in the backfield I think he started like 50 game 40 something games here's the the official from there he is from Chicago Man, everybody's gonna misspell that name. He's the two C Zach. Zach has that one C. Well, Zach Pickens has two. And I like that pick a lot. Uh, Definitely penetrating defensive lineman. Yeah, so Leo, we have a lot of awards on his wall, too. We have the first pick. Tomorrow, Saturday, at noon. What's the pick? So is it one hundred three? I believe. Yeah, I like the fact now. I see where your brush stroke is. That herb. Yeah, it makes more sense now, Phil. Yeah, it totally does. That you're gonna put Pickens at the three, and you're gonna put him at the one. You're gonna maybe put him at the edge a couple, you know, sometimes with this his length five technique, uh, Dexter that is, because he didn't make sense to me at three, even though a lot of people listed him there. I just didn't see it. But we're gonna break it all down on the tape, uh, in regards to these football players. So you're gonna want to sign up, become a patron, thetapeneverlies.com. As the Chicago Bears wrap up night two already 
Oh, so the Philadelphia Eagles pick is in. They have back-to-back picks. And this uh-huh. is a guy that I know that the Bears have done a ton of homework on. They have went offensive lineman Tyler Steen from Alabama. Alabama. They're going back to Landon Dickerson. They they've took so Philadelphia loves them some Alabama and and Georgia guys for sure. Speaking of Georgia, Georgia. How can you not love Georgia guys? <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Matt Waldman. What so, is up? So, what do you think? Well, so we, we're getting to know polls. Mm-hmm. We're yeah, getting to know. You know, we we screamed all offseason, Matt, about them building the trenches, and we're we're seeing that unfold. And I mean, it 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 was barren, man. You know, the, the offensive you had no right tackle, and you had literally nobody on your defensive line. And these these back to back picks, we were talking to Herb Howard earlier, and he goes, "Guys, the way that you got to look at this with this, you know, roster being in so much need," he said. He's got an open canvas, and he said the first brush stroke may not make sense. But then when he gets that second brush stroke in there, then you see it in concert, and then you're like, then you can see the picture because we we're talking about Gervon Dexter maybe not being the three, the, the three technique that we were kind of thinking. But then when they back it up here with Zach Pickens, who's clearly a three, and now you see now he's got his running mate on the interior, and it makes that, you know, that that brushstroke makes a little bit more sense now. So, and I, and I think that people need to remember that if you, you know, it's one thing to get a project along the offensive line who you think is like really athletic, but doesn't have the techniques and skills that often fails. I think unless yeah. you've like picked him late and he's an unbelievable athlete and like Jordan Malaya, you know, yeah. but right. like what Braxton, Eagles did Braxton Jones. Yeah, exactly. But I think it's better. It works better on the defensive line because yeah. people like to joke. I, I, I've always had a fun time where people will talk about running backs and how they're just instinctive and they don't have to think much and all that kind of BS. But really, if there's a position that is the easiest to develop once you have the threshold of athletic ability already in place, if you meet that threshold... Look at what the Vikings were doing all these years, or Titans all these years, with athletes at defensive line, yep. and especially at the edge. Um, because you, if you got the bend, if you've got the quickness, if you've got the strength, you can usually teach the other things a little bit more effectively. So if that's the case, if you're going to take chances... Thank you, Drew. Do it along the offensive line. I'm going to do it along the defensive line. And I loved their first pick. I thought Darnell Wright was a was a fine pick for what oh, they're yeah. going to do. They don't need as much as we looked at Bijan and we looked at other backs. I mean, look, I'm a I'm a big fan of Khalil Herbert. I'm a big fan of you know you. I can see why Dante um, Foreman can be helpful to that team. So you can get you know you can get some skill players a little bit later, and they've invested. In their skill talent, you know, with DJ Moore. Yep. You know, they right now, just, you know, I think for them, the skill talent will look shinier and brighter if the offensive line is setting the table and they need, 
Exactly. You, you know, they did that with their weakest position at right tackle. And and I think they're having a solid drive. Yeah, so we'll see how right. it goes. But real quick before we get into that, I'm, I I know you're the you're the, the skill position guy, Matt. When you saw Detroit at twelve, I love Gibbs. I love Jameer Gibbs going there. Were you were you taken back a little bit? And that Palisaro was reporting that they were fully prepared to sit at six and still take Gibbs. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised because yeah. if you ask I've been writing about DeAndre Swift for the past few years and yep. saying, listen, he's not the back people understand, think he is. He's a limited space player who catches the ball okay, not a great route runner, more of a screen pass player, a delay, a draw player, an outside guy who bounces things too much outside, doesn't really run as well inside as he should. And my buddy, who I'm going to be doing a little more work with, um, Brandon Angelo, who is a speed and athletic specialist in the Chicago area, and I believe is a Bears fan, who you guys need to get on the show. I'll get you all some information about him. He's great. And we're going to be doing regular podcasts together, I think, probably down the line, because we just have a good rapport. Love it. But he, um, you know, we were talking about DeAndre Swift today, and it's just one of those things that Jameer Gibbs gives you that player with more speed, um, so the acceleration works out better for him than what you get with get with Swift. Oh yeah, he does work better inside. So as a result, he may not be the lead back when you've got Montgomery there. I mean, Montgomery's we know how good David Montgomery is. So, but the thing is, is that now you have more redundancy with Swift. It's kind of more like here's the package of plays that are in for him in this game, and that means he's more predictable. And that offense becomes more predictable. With Gibbs, at least you can run the same plays that you run with Montgomery, even if you don't run them at the same level of volume. And that's the difference there. And if you really get creative with Gibbs and he develops more as a receiver, people like to talk about him like he's already Alvin Kamara, um, which he'll never be. Hey, but Matt, Matt, real quick, yeah. I don't want to step on your toes, but no, we got please. a big one in here. The Detroit Lions have just traded up and selected quarterback Hendon Hooker. Wow! Wow! Well, thank the thank the that's good for the division for the Bears because I mean, Hooker's not ready. You know, no, I mean, it's no, going to no, be no. a year, and that's a that's a fascinating selection. That yeah. is, you know. So Drew yeah, Sanders I mean, went to Den- sorry, sorry, Matt. Drew Sanders went to Denver. That's what yeah. I'm picking up on. That's a great pick. Yeah, nice. Denver, Denver. Denver did well with Mims in in this past two rounds. Mims and Sanders right away. That's Mims can Mims could outplay either of the receivers they have. Um, eventually, he's a Derek yeah. Mason type of player in in terms of like he's probably a wide receiver too, but he can give you wide receiver one types of skill sets if you really need to call him on it. He could have a long career because he does a lot of things well. And, you know, we know Phil loves Sanders, you know, oh, and this is linebacker one, yeah. you know. Exactly. So, but Hooker, I mean, look, he's at third round. Look, I like the Jack Campbell pick. I liked the, the Gibbs pick for sure. I thought, look, we'll abandon – They'll they'll trade or they'll get rid of Swift. He's he's just not 
what they needed and they they called it and they didn't try and make it any protract it and make it painful so that's good but uh hooker i don't know maybe what maybe what they see in hooker is more processing speed than what i saw i don't think he's a particularly fast processor i i think he's more of a marcus mariota robert griffin type of athlete meaning that he's fast but he's not really mobile in terms of bending yeah he's he he's awkward when he finishes plays as a runner which leads to injury um he's a beat or two late in the deep game which is supposed to be his strength and still he played better than, still better than levis still better than levis yes yes <laughs> still still a spot better than levis yes. for me. but but hey you know at least the nfl had enough sense not to pick him in the first round yeah or number one overall like people number, were number, saying jesus christ yeah <laughs> what a nightmare what is going on here yeah but that's you know guys i mean that's the thing is is Rich Scangarello, who was the, you know, one and done NFL quarterback coach for it seemed like a dozen teams in the league in the past, you know, ten years, exactly. <laughs> is that exactly. I'm hyperbole, but he has a lot of one and dones, you know, in like Atlanta, San Francisco, and Denver. Yeah. Two years before, or a year before he ever even became the quarterback coach, was I had a club owner and vague club manager in Vegas writing me going when he was in Denver saying Rich Scangarello is in this club telling me about how <laughs> how Will Levis who's the transfer from Penn State has NFL tools and he's going to be yeah. he has the real goods to be an NFL caliber guy and now and then the next year he's suddenly the yeah the the coach I mean probably what happened is NFL he was probably if he's telling bartenders this or club owners this yeah or club managers this he's probably telling everybody in his NFL fraternity this damn right and they probably put him exactly. high on their preliminary board and then he never came off of that or if he did a lot of teams are doing what Russ Landy my you know my pal also in the Chicago area the yeah. Edmonton um Elks head of personnel would say about what Butch Davis used to t- teach them which is Butch Davis would say, listen, when it comes to the media, here's 20 guys on our board. Do not say anything to anyone outside this building about these 20 players because we want them. Yeah. These other 20 players who oh, are wow. disqualified from our board, every time someone asks you about players, talk about these guys because maybe exactly. at various spots, other teams will, if they're thinking about them, they'll think we want them too, and that may drive up the value just enough to tip the scale for a pick and maybe that's what teams were hoping with will levis is they'll keep talking about levis and go from there but hendon hooker that's yeah you know hey i mean a lot of the big names in big draft liked him and you know sometimes that works out sometimes as yeah, phil's well, making the- that face there he's like whatever i just ate a lemon one nice when matt said big draft liked them so there you go <laughs> but uh I real like quick another yeah playmaker off the board uh tank dell goes to the houston texans Woo, man great mover one of the yeah. best open field runners in this class and oz zahir hakeem yeah type of talent wow. from the slot who can win one-on-one yeah and he's um but he drops a lot of balls 
He's a he's kind of that Romeo dubs of this class where everything up to the catch point is great, and then the catch point can get a little iffy for him at this stage. If he can if he can just rein that in a little bit, you've got something there. But that tells you they're not totally out of the woods on uh, Mechie yet, right? Um, you right. know, with with his recovery and Robert Woods. I mean, look, he's one year removed from ACL, two years removed from mm-hmm. ACL surgery, and old. So, it can he give you another year? You know, it seems to me that Robert Woods might be the coach on the field this year, or the veteran who can provide that with some of these young guys that they're they're trying to acquire. Yeah, Robert Woods has always been a favorite football player of mine. I always go back to the New Orleans Saints had this freaking kid, Shane and Matt, a receiver. Every year, this kid, I can't remember his name. I was just trying to think of him. Oh, God. Anderson or Wilson, way back in the 90s. He just was so silky smooth. What team? New Orleans Saints. Saints. Not more, right? What was his first name? um, Maybe it was more. um, No, I think he's talking longer ago. Longer ago. Yeah. Yeah. Not the kid who played with Breeze. Before Breeze. Yeah, it was before Breeze. Oh, God. I don't remember. I got to freaking yeah. look it up. I, was he playing with like Bobby A. Bear or somebody yes. like that? Um, yeah. This yeah. motherfucker, I think he played with the Lions too, maybe, but this dude always oh. made plays. And it was like, that's who. Not Perriman, right? Not Brett Perriman. No. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who the kid is. Yeah. I always envied the saints for finding these in the Steelers. They always have this ability to find these receivers that are football players first and foremost. Yes. You want to say something to Matt? He wants to know what's up with Zach Allen, Zach Evans. Sorry. Uh, no. Well, I mean, no, I think. <laughs> oh, Moving out there already. He's going to bed. Tell the family three. we said hello. <laughs> Good night, buddy. Good night. Hopefully we get, maybe we get Zach Evans tomorrow. Round four. Yeah. Round four. Night. Night. Tank Dell. Yep. So, I mean, you know, you're going to see. I'm looking, you know, it's funny. You, you watch this and it's like Romeo Dubs. You're going to really good at the he's great releasing off the line of scrimmage he's he's good at positioning himself at the catch point for a, a small guy but can he can he hang on to the tough targets in tight coverage and not clap attack the ball it, it may be enough that he'll he can he'll figure it out and a lot of guys do but um you know, this is probably a pick based on athletic ability and what he can do in the return game, too. Because yeah. D'Amico Ryan, all these defensive-minded coaches love the return game. So, oh, yeah. you know, they're they're going to – they love the idea of using him on returns early and then seeing if he can develop from there into the, in the slot. Well, yeah. Matt, our, our guy uh, Xavier Hutchison is still floating out about – I mean, 
is probably Cedric Tillman. Cedric Tillman, yeah. A couple there. of these guys still going. Yeah, and see the, one of them in Chicago. That would be great. I mean, there's a kind of some surprises of who got taken that wide receiver. I mean, I love that Jonathan Mingo got picked yeah. by the Panthers. It was a little earlier than I think most people expected. Um, but to see Mingo get taken. Jaden Reed, it was nice to see Reed get taken, and I thought that would they were deserving of maybe second or third round picks. Um, but Rishi Rice to me is fascinating because I heard the NFL crew say, Well, you know, he's got great hands and he does all this stuff, and then maybe it's he's lower on list than we thought because, well, it's the conference, and I thought. No bullshit. It's the fact that he drops a lot of passes. I mean, he as yeah. good of as good as he is as a pass catcher in moments, they they like completely glossed over a lot of drops in his game. So I mean, it's important. I, it's important, especially if it's your job to you know to make those catches. So and yeah, I mean, it's like yeah, I mean, he makes difficult catches, but he drops easier catches. So it's like, is there really a clear path and? in in kansas city for him i thought that was kind of odd brenton yeah. strange is a nice blocker but to me he's kind of like what daniel bellinger is in in new york yeah um yeah the evan ingram so th- yes did you really need that i mean i guess they're you know so that was kind of a surprise and um you know the quentin johnston i liked where he wound up um he gets kind of in a spot where you kind of can Kenny Galladay him, where you you put him between two really good receivers, you let him do what he does best. He's not gonna he's not doing what Kenny Galladay did in style. He is actually going to run shorter routes and he's a decent short route intermediate guy who can catch there, but you don't have to play above the rim because you can do that with Mike Williams. He might get a lot of good targets and minimize his weaknesses they'll minimize his weaknesses in terms of how they use him so that that i thought was wasn't bad um and dalton kincaid to the to the bills woof yeah but you know that that plus those two georgia guys going to the eagles nolan smith and 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 the kid who um you know jalen carter Carter, yeah i mean the fact that they let that they i mean they just walked in it's like you walked into like, you know, ooh, the Saints got Kendra Miller. We'll talk about that. But um, Kendra Miller running yeah, back. Yeah, but uh, it's like Grand Larceny. They just they 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 pulled that inside job like that Spike Lee movie where he walked yeah. into the bank and said he was walking out two weeks later and nobody knew how he was going to do it. But <laughs> Miller, Miller's a top five back if you ask me. He's a Lamar Miller smooth yeah. type. He's he's a he has shot to be a good pass receiver. He has a shot to be a good blocker. It's the, the skills are there for that to happen. And he'll be if Alvin Kamara never comes back from playing football because he gets convicted, or if he has to serve a suspension and they move on from him in short order. Miller, yeah, Miller can play. I mean. Yeah. Man. So this is this just came across, and this is just interesting. Just going back to the the hooker pick, uh, Jared Goff was the number one overall pick in 2016. Currently, it's 2023, and they just drafted Hennon Hooker, who is only three years younger than Jared Goff. 
That's the thing. I mean, he could be 27 before he's even seeing the field in Detroit. Yeah. And if you're relying on someone that they think it's because he can move, um, then you basically only get four years of that, four or five years of that, yeah. if the game slows down for him enough. Um, right. And so, I, you know, they must love him. for there's. They must have fallen in love with some aspect of him that made that work. But to me, that's the biggest clank of, like, their draft right now and maybe it maybe it turns out that the how they how they would use him will work but to me this isn't a jalen hurts-esque type of selection so the giants have just traded up and they are now on the clock matt you look at some of these running backs that are still there obviously you spoke a little bit about what the Bears have in Foreman, and I know how much you appreciate Khalil Herbert. When you look at that, I know Tate is all about Zach Evans, but you also, my father, you've intrigued him on Tajay Spears. Uh, are you surprised he hasn't gone off the board, or is this where you're thinking I, of him? Yeah, I think – I think he's a third or fourth round pick mainly because of the ACL injury because he's a smaller back, smaller school. I wouldn't value him that way, but this is the bullet points that GMs use because, you know, they look at it and say, how do we cover our ass? Well, you know, I'm Tajay Spears talent wise might be a top three back in this class, but based on everything else, if they they screw the poo, if he doesn't work out, everybody's like, "Why would you invest a first or second round pick on an underweight, small running back with an ACL tear coming out of Tulane?" That's right. the kind of stuff people say, and unfortunately, they're you know they're thin skinned to that, um, and so I expect him to go somewhere between rounds three and five, and I expect him to eventually be. Um, a high-end contributor fantasy yeah. starter. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he's, he's had mul- he's had multiple knee injuries, correct? In his That's history? correct. That's yeah. correct. And yeah. and you know people worry about that, and I understand that. Oh no, yeah, it's it's different now than yeah. it was before. That's for sure. I get it. Yeah, but even yeah. even so, Frank Gore had two before oh. he ever got into the league. Yep. Um, I'm trying Terry to think of Glenn Terry yeah. Glenn. Yeah, Brian Westbrook had two. Before yep. he ever in the league, in Villanova, FSU. Yep. That's how I got into all of this because I'm really? listening. Yeah, I'm watching. I'm watching. Reading. I'm at my office reading Gil Brandt on NFL.com at the time, and he said, "If this guy were two inches taller and ten pounds heavier, he'd be a top five overall pick." So I'm oh. start digging into Westbrook, and I'm like, "Oh, he was." He had a scholarship to FSU before he tore his first ACL, yeah. and they said, "See ya." We we're rescinding our scholarship. Then he had a second one. Um, the first time he did it playing basketball, so it mm-hmm. never happened on the field. Second time he slipped on black ice Oof. outside oh of Villanova, God. and yeah. he was already he already showed out at Villanova, and he tore a second time. So you know, five nine two oh five Villanova running back with two ACL tears who turned out to be a stud. Yeah. You know, that's, that's two guys with 
right there that we could talk about. That Here's another Jay, guy. Jalen Hyatt just went off the board to the New Did York he? Giants. Sean Tucker also had injuries. Jalen Hyatt, you want to speak on him? Yeah. First? Yeah. Hyatt, Hyatt is um, – Hyatt, you know, obviously – Had a huge game against Alabama, and then obviously yeah. everybody and their brother is like, this guy's a man-child. He's a speedster. Yeah. He's, he, he certainly can catch. I think he can – work between defenders in in zone windows well enough to be competent um the big question is have you ever seen him make a contested catch above the rim that would call that where he would earn the comparison to tyree kill and the answer is i haven't seen it yet and i've watched all his last year's tape and didn't see one the, instance of that was the kid that pittsburgh drafted and then he went to minnesota um, addison no, that I'm uh, a oh. few years ago. The the speedster, shit, Mike Wallace. Mike Wallace. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. My God, God. I forgot one. about this dude. Yeah. So Phil, I won the I won the corner debate. Garrett Williams, Riley Moss. Garrett Williams just went off the board first to the Arizona Cardinals. Well, they'll rule the day that they passed yeah. on my boy Riley Moss. <laughs> <laughs> what so did sean tucker wind up somewhere no no no, no, no. they were just saying wanted you to get a lot of a lot of medicals he had injuries on him. yeah what are your thoughts on tucker yeah i haven't seen i don't know what the injuries were from the medicals like they um, haven't yeah it hasn't yeah. been put out there but he he did work he out on april 24th but he didn't run a 40 yeah you know that's probably smart from the from the agency's perspective you know i'd I'll recommend this and just say today with Brandon, I did this podcast on him that the first 20 minutes are like must listen. And I'll summarize it this way is Brandon is a, is an athletic performance coach. He's a former high school running back and track athlete who says his claim to fame is losing a number of times to Tyreek Hill in track meets. Um, but uh, he's, he's in the Chicago area. He trains college and pro guys. And he specializes in athletic movement, and he Love does it. watch film. And but he talked about um, times and pro days and four and and combine, and he talked about how big of a variation of error there is between hand timed or partially electronic time measurements, and and how much that can affect millions of dollars worth because right. in either direction, because yeah. he talked about the types of equipments that use and how the NFL uses hand times with scouts, except at the combine where they use a hand time start, but an electronic finish as opposed to like the Olympics where they use um, electronic start and stop. And right. he talks about how, even if you implemented the right, the best equipment, and scouts could do that in theory, that would mean they'd also have to become specialists on how to become experts at using the equipment, which takes some time to do. Sure. Um, and so he said, that's not going to happen. But what happens is teams do, agents get savvy about saying, hey, I'm Zach Evans. Maybe there's no way I'm going to run a 4-4-40 um, other than if I'm, ooh, Cleveland got Cedric Tillman. Yes. As a Brown, I, did, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I didn't want to jump in into you, uh, yeah, 
Speaking Browns yet, always but, take my receivers. First that, it was Peoples. Peoples Jones, Jones yeah. And then now it's Cedric Tillman. Jesus. But uh but yeah, the uh Zach Harrison. You, you know, yeah, the with the Zach Evans thing. I mean it's just like, you know, there's guys that and there's also guys that apparently the way they time who probably run faster than what their actual time was. And so yeah. it's such a wild west out there that you know, when we start looking at these players and how it moves them up and down boards, um, you know, it's it's interesting because it's on things that really shouldn't matter as much as they do because right. we really, you know, guys who are getting four or five times at pro days maybe really run four seven. Guys who are, you know, and you, it, you just have to be smart on how you navigate this stuff. And a lot of it's fed to those guys that are in the na- national, you know, ESPN, McShay. Well, he ran 4-4 at his pro day, so the box was just... Meanwhile, he's just accepted a check for 20 grand or wow. just for a three quick grand film. from an one of your One of your guys went off a lot earlier than you were expecting. Marte Mapu is now a New England really? Patriot. Yeah, but they, they announced him as a safety. Wow. Wow. He went way before I thought. New England likes that. Look at that. Uh, You know who's fallen? And maybe I just didn't see his name, but Trenton Simpson, the the linebacker from Clemson. Seems like Clemson has one of those every single year that gets hyped up yeah. a lot, and then guy that drops. Yeah. Who was the who was the wide receiver we all loved last year that had all the injuries that ended that was, up in Kansas uh, City? That was Jesus. Why am Matt I Waldman speaking yeah. about him last year? He ended up in What's Kansas City. What Who's the heck? The oh, UDFA. Justin Ross. Yes. Yeah, and yes. Yeah. I'm still thinking. Let's yeah. let's. Let's hold the boat on all these received on on uh, Rishi Rice, yeah, and and even Sky Moore, um, before we and before we see what happens at the end of the day, it's just as possible that Justin Ross and Richie James could be contributing more yeah. for Kansas City than the guys that people think might be contributing for them. You know, so it's a it's a real like. I feel like they're throwing everything up at the wall to see what sticks in Kansas City and that they can kind of afford to do that because of what they have with their team. So Yeah. When you get a guy like that that gets just throw off platform 64 yards on the opposite end <laughs> kind of covers a few things. Right? He's he's <laughs> the greatest he's the greatest um he's the greatest cover up job for for an offense that we may have ever seen or may and may ever see for the next 20 years. It's unbelievable sometimes when you watch him tiptoe in a jammed pocket and everything's collapsing and he just goes <laughs> and it's 40 yards on a line. Yeah. Yeah. To a wide open receiver because everyone came off coverage thinking he's getting sacked. Yeah. Yeah. He's an he's an incredible football player, and we could have had him, Matt. Yep, yep. We yep. could have had him in Chicago, and well, now... as a 
as a Browns fan, I I, I would go on their shows and they go, we're going to Baker Mayfield. And I go, you could have had Lamar Jackson. You could have had Lamar Jackson and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And you could have done what the Ravens did, but better. Like oh you God. could have done that, but better. You could have won a Super Bowl running, playing that way with what you had. But, you know, oh, well, you know, that's the way that goes. Got some crazy looks on me and you here. I don't know you what's know, going on. Is our them. buddy drunk? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I think he is. We're all over the place here. Uh, right now, live with the rookie scouting portfolio's very own Matt Waldman. He is the guru when it comes to the draft. Friend of the network. Get over there. RS. P. What is it? www.mattwaldmanrsp.com. Yep, you can go there, or you can just go to mattwaldman.com and order it right away. If you like, if you know what you want to get it, if you want to find out more about me and my work and all the work that's up there, you can do to mattwaldmanrsp.com. Look, I operate on a budget, so you know I, I grew this independently. So one day I'm going to figure out how to fuse these two sites together into one. But you know that's that's kind of what happens when you're not big when you're not big draft or you're working for working for somebody. Sometimes you you kind of got to piece big things together. For you us, know, you know, you are the Biggie Smalls of the draft, in my <laughs> opinion. My dog's nickname is Biggie, so there we there go. There you go. <laughs> I'm rocking my Biggie, and the Bears went Biggies today, they getting did. a big corner, big, big. I'm gonna say a five tag. Defensive lineman and Jervon Dexter. And then you come back and get Zach Pickens in the corner, who I believe is going to be a stud. Uh, Stevenson out of the University of Miami by way of Georgia, who he played the star position in that defense at Georgia, where they asked that defensive back to play linebacker and safety and corner and nickel. And that's just showing you what kind of talent that kid is. And then he goes to the University of Miami, plays outside. And you could see a lot of the things that he was asked to do translate into the player that he's become. So I really love that pick by Ryan Poles and company. The, I got to watch a little bit more of Jervon Dexter. The tape I saw of him, maybe it's the pinch late that Herb Howard and Shane Marsaw are talking about. I watched him against Tennessee and Darnell Wright, and Darnell Wright had a lot of things to say about Dexter yeah. in that game. But I got to check out Kentucky Tay. I got a bunch of tape we can get into with him and cut it up, and we'll see there. But Zach Pickens, to me, listen, I had him ranked as my fourth or third or fourth best three technique. So if you're getting him here and they identified, it makes a hell of a lot more sense. And I'm just speaking to those of you just tuning in, wondering what Phil and Shane think about this second day of the draft. Uh, I think the Dexter pick makes a hell of a lot more sense when you apply it with the Pickens pick. This isn't Tommy Harris and Tank Johnson Let's not jump there, but it's the idea of Tommy Harris and Tank Johnson. 
that you're getting and identifying, okay, this is a big guy, Brent, uh, Buckner, uh, length at 6'6", 315 pounds, 310 pounds. He's going to cause those double T. And then Pickens has got to be that penetrator. And you also like Justin Jones and Walker there. So I really believe they needed to build the lines. They didn't get an edge rusher. They didn't get a bender, an outside rusher. So that could be on the agenda with one of these guys tomorrow or a running back like Zach Evans if he doesn't go in this round. So, And and to your point about, you know, Jervon is and facing right, when you're a good athlete but not a technician who faces a good athlete and a good technician yep you're, you know yeah. they're gonna they're gonna deliver a treaties on you you know but that's but that's okay because if he gets technique then he might be able to engage in a conversation that says some things back eventually and maybe they'll get maybe that will help that they'll get get to work against each other enough uh, on occasion to uh to maybe for him to get better you know so. so tucker craft tight end green bay just doubled up at tight end and went with tucker craft really? with luke musgrave talk about tucker craft <laughs> you're laughing right now um, okay so yeah. how do i say this um i feel like that green bay drafts guys who could be in a dairy commercial like i just feel like that's, that's like that it's almost like to hollywood stereotype screen types like they i love the jade breed pick luke musgrave is kind of like a a sternberger-esque type of pick the jay sternberger, sternberger. Yeah. who like good athlete can win the ball, but I look at the routes and I look at some things, and there's some things missing with them. It's just yeah. everything's straight, straight line, line crossers. Right. Then they double down that quickly with craft. And it's like I like craft as kind of the 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 right now, if he had to play right now, you'd have him run those clearing out, you know, those little routes underneath where he drags out into the flat off a of play action, catches the ball rumbles for four to eight yards and then gets and then fights for whatever he can get through two tackles and that's his game right now now he has i think he has enough upside to become more and a, a field stretch a seam stretcher and maybe an outside threat and mm -hmm. musgrave is a has real upside as a blocker but i feel like this team maybe what they're trying to do is say we're going to need to run the ball more with Jordan Love, and and we need to we need every bit of help along our offensive line that we can get. And if that works out, maybe we buy some time for Love, and then also work the middle of the field a little bit easier for him. But it's just um, I just feel like they took variations on the same guy um, in Great. back to back rounds. And Jordan uh, Josh Downs just went to the Colts. There he um, is, you know, and that's a nice. That's a nice, you know, there's a lot of people who like him a lot more than I do, but I think he's kind of a Jamison Crowder type of player who could kind of tie the room together for that team because, you know, maybe he is a T.Y. Hilton-esque option. And if he does that, 
Now you've got the the ball winner and Chris and Alec Pierce. You've got Michael Pittman who can be a ball winner, but also that over the middle crossing route dude and both, you know, there's some mix and match stuff going on there. You can spread the field a little bit more with those three guys. Josh Downs is an upgrade to Paris Campbell. I would say that um, even if they're different in how they express I, the position. Yeah. I, I like the pick. I love how you tied it together that ty hilton they brought him back for a reason uh, josh downs in the slot to add to that that's that's a good pick here in my opinion in the late third um i wanted to go back to the bears and talk about their free agency and how they signed tremaine edwins tremaine edmonds and TJ Edwards and then you go into the draft and you rebuild the interior of this defensive line with Andrew Billings and Walker and free agency and then you couple that with two young bucks inside where you're trying to build a rotation and you trust in your scouts to find these guys that are going to keep those linebackers free and penetrate against that defense and Listen, your front seven has gotten a hell of a lot better with that kind of size. Uh, Dexter could prove to me, come in here motivated and really get, just like you said, Shane, where you saw uh, a pinch late, I saw hesitation and belief. So if he improves on this stuff and starts believing in himself and attacking, you can you know you can't coach size like it's created 66 315 if he's going to be a killer inside he's going to keep Tremaine Edmonds free and to me that's a great thing and i i like the pickens pick i, I think your front seven got better with your well it, ma- it makes more sense phil if you're looking at him as the running mate i mean just with the rookies with pickens and him playing the it like you said it's not Tommy and Tank but if he's playing that tank role with Pickens playing the Tommy Harris role it makes exactly. more sense I I totally agree I totally agree and then you look at the Bears receiving core Matt you DJ Moore uh Claypool Mooney they bring back St. Brown and Pettis, is there anyone I'm missing in this? Shane, uh, Valus Jones, Valus, jo- Valus Jones. Ouch! Matt. You had to bring it back up, and then we're in the fucking third <laughs> round too, you dickhead. So now, but I'm looking at it now. We're I'm not missing him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Matt was on with us last year, and we took him. He was. Uh-huh. He was. Yeah. But I'm looking at this now as we go. You know, that's a position I believe you want to get younger at. And the way it's going right now, I know we're still in the third round, but Downs goes off the board. So I'm looking at this roster, and I DJ Moore could do it all. Uh, and I believe Darnell Mooney could play the slot. So how would you build upon that in this draft? Is somebody like... Do you take a big swing like a Michael Wilson? Uh, are you looking at 
I don't know how you I haven't heard you talk about I don't know how to say his last name. Is it Boutte from LSU? Yeah. yeah. Trey Palmer. I know the big receiver from Wake Forest. And obviously, we all love Xavier Hutchinson. I and me and Shane love Charlie Jones. Yeah. So the way that like Charlie Jones to me would tie that room together. He would tie that room together. Uh, where do you see this? Well, do you see DJ Moore more as a flanker for this offense or more as the the X? Oh, that's a great question. I would know. Yeah, I because if he's he's not a true he's not a true X. He's not. Like no. ideally, you want him as the flanker. If you ask yeah. me, right. Um, so if you if you're saying ideally, we like to make him an, an a flanker, then some X's who are on the board would be At Perry out of Wake Forest. Who, as I've said, you know, you need to duct tape the light switch on for him to run the routes that he does. But maybe that that comes down to whether they think that there was something that's answerable with him that they mm -hmm. can discern and say it's not as big of a deal as it sounds. And if that's right. the case, he he could be viable. Um, another guy that might fit that, you know, well, to be honest. There isn't anybody else that I would pick right now that I would maybe Andre Josevis is another one that Josh you look Vash, at as yeah. a Josevas. Thank you. And one guy probably in this like in in in, in media who I know will know this the answer to this one. But like, uh, yeah. But uh, maybe maybe From he's Princeton, a good fit. Take a yeah. swing on him. Yeah, the and, outstanding athlete. Yeah. So that's. That's a good option there. Like but if you're going to use, if realistically, that's it. So if you're then going to say DJ Moore's our X and we're going to keep him as our X, then the guys who can give you that slot flanker kind of option where you can mix and match with Mooney and, and just kind of pick the matchups. Well, Boudet is one of those guys. The difference between an X and the flanker, the shorthand for me is you think of an X as the outside guy who is going to play win in the vertical game. He's usually deemed the bigger, taller, faster guy who runs a lot of the a lot of the vertical routes and is matched up one on one, um, oftentimes with a top corner. That's not always the case, but mm -hmm. he's usually that field stretcher. Um, Whereas the flanker's more the guy who runs the fuller route tree oftentimes and is relied on to catch and run after the catch on targets that think Jerry Rice, you know, right. think, um, you know, think of, you know, Tim Brown later in his career as an example of that too. But like guys who, who literally take run a shorter, um, version of the route you know shorter intermediate routes as well um flanker lines up a a couple of steps off the line of scrimmage so they're not facing as much press coverage whereas x's line up on the line of scrimmage where they face more press coverage so oftentimes football used to have these guys be bigger but now you can be smaller quicker lightning fast x receivers like stefan diggs can play the x and you have guys who get moved around to play the X or or flanker, which is known as the Z. I so. think the Bears have to 
force DJ Moore sometimes to be that X because of his professionalism in that press coverage ability to get off of it where I don't think Claypool has that strength yet in his ability. He's got the body, physical strength. I just don't see it there. So I think based on this roster, like, are you going to ask St. Brown to be the X? Like, that's what they did a lot. Yeah, that's a fucking problem. <laughs> that's yeah, right. They did that a lot yeah. last year, and that's exactly it. Yeah. Then you're asking Mooney to do it, and I think Mooney does it because he's – that tough but he's not what you're talking about yeah, it's so, not ideal it's not so, ideal this so, roster lacks that guy matt what about in obviously medicals are massive with this guy but michael wilson i love everything about michael wilson oh shit look at that tajay spears to the titans to the titans Let's talk about a change of pace. Back. Wow. Now they can get a quarterback. Okay. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a quarterback, Matt. Maybe he can be their quarterback and they can play option football with him and Derrick Henry. Yeah. And we're we're good to go. Okay, no. But um wow. This kid, okay. Man. I okay. So so let's <laughs> let's just say this. Third round. There you go. Tajay Spears. So um I think with the Bears, we have to understand that um, with Michael Wilson, he's as I've said, he's almost a spinning image of the of the Michael Saints Thomas. Michael Thomas without the hand reliability. Yeah. Now, to me, if you're going to pick a receiver this year and you say, do I want a guy who's a light switch player like At Perry who might fill what we need, but may not do it reliably, or because of effort potentially or we get a guy like wilson who we know the efforts there the intelligence is there the smarts the desire is there but he still just needs to work on his hands and the foot injury was a bad enough that he missed a year and then he had a he got a dinged up again and missed part of the year this year after a good start you know that's the question is do you really need him in the spot that you have him and can he transcend that to be the flanker like to me it would be hutchinson hutchinson's the answer oh he's the best answer Mm -hmm. for what's available left but wilson's not far behind that it's just not ideal for what the bears are looking for um yeah so uh diaby to the buccaneers yeah yeah oh those fuckers yeah, yeah, Diaby. The Bucks got a bunch of Phil picks here. <clears throat> Cody Mock. So I know one of the guys that you're not high on, Matt, but one of the he is tied to the Bears and they've they've had him in is <laughs> I hate it when I bring up a guy and I know that you hate him and I know that the Bears have talked to him, but Wicks. I know we oh, talked about Oh, him. I don't hate him at all. Yeah. But, I don't hate him at all. I'm well, just... maybe it was one of your buddies that you were talking to or something like that. He said, please don't make me watch the something about watching his tape. I thought uh, it was maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. Yeah, but... it might be somebody else. <laughs> okay. Um, I know his wide receiver coach. Um, okay, maybe that's, yeah, that's what it was. And I think what it was is I, he's he's intriguing. 
he's he's a late round pick to me who yep. could vastly outplay his draft grade because I think put on a show up here locally one. We have season Riley and I have season tickets to Syracuse, and uh, he he put on a clinic in Syracuse. Yeah, so he's a ball winner, tough ball winner. Um, I think he looked a little Great. better two years ago than last year. Yep, but he's a uh, um, you know he's definitely a um, a guy that I think can grow into becoming a starter even if he doesn't have the ideal yeah metrics that people have seen uh, um very competitive yeah. very competitive very physical yeah that's that's a that would be a fascinating late round pick for sure who yeah uh, grant dubose to me as a flanker mm-hmm. would be a fascinating one that that i would dig to j cj johnson another one that i'm a fan of who's big strong um physical but just may not be fast enough for what people want as a early to mid-round pick but it may not better right yeah because i know that the like you said talking about wicks i know that the bears have been connected to him a couple of couple of different times and they have the well they have the two fours tomorrow and two fifths so no six round pick so you're probably looking at one of those maybe if they're they want to bring him in one of those fifth round picks yeah essentially but was the other one that I wanted to ask you about the uh, the Arkansas kid? Oh, Hazelwood. Yes, former five star guy. He, um, but you can see that that five star was yeah. because he was a big kid early. Sure, um, has some skill as a runner after the catch. Wins the ball well, but it's the route running, it's the the quickness that you wonder about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know if I'm looking at guys that i would prefer later like puka nakua yeah of byu would be on that list i think guys like um jason brownlee of southern miss who's a great ball winner um maybe one of the better ball winners in this class is fascinating oh if you're looking for an x late shit i forgot all about this kid antoine green of north carolina Antoine okay. Green looked really good um, at the East-West Shrine game, I believe. And what people saw and what you saw later on film with him was that he was starting to develop into more than just an outside vertical ball winner. Like, you could see the potential to become more of a route runner. But there's a little bit of a, like, you could see the potential to become a, a good X receiver in this league with him maybe a little bit more growth with him would be a nice fit bryce ford wheaton i mean look man he's got the tr- he's got the the athletic profile i know that yeah dante demas another one yeah. with the athletic profile tough too they, those guys seem like there's two to three things oh look who just went off the board and yep. phil's not here i um, know i was i was gonna save it for him riley moss <laughs> phil he went. Yeah, the Green Green Bay took him. No, I'm kidding. No. Denver did. I, no, I just wanted to make Moss it worse. I wanted to make it worse for him. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Riley Moss is a good football player. Oh, he is. Yeah. Every time there was a big play needed in Iowa on that defense, this kid was able to make this the plays. And uh, 
He's a pimp. That's a new acronym here at TTNL, Coach Waldman, and I'm going to share it with you. It kind of came pimp. I like it. Playmaker in moments of prominence. It, it, Who it makes redefines the the, yeah. the the word very well. Yeah. And that's a t- that's what I want you to be a part of that too because there's no one I trust more with eyes than you as a person and a friend as well as a a tape analyst. And I know you kind of segment yourself and that's amazing because of the work and how much time and energy you put into the skill positions quarterback you couldn't even extend yourself with the thorough job you do tight ends wide receivers quarterbacks running backs but we could sit down together and you have the ability to digest the offensive defensive line even despite your what we call it your unwillingness to dip into that side of the pool. That's how much I respect this guy, Matt Waldman. It's like wow. you're giving an education. A shame just went to Miami. Yeah. Yeah. It's a perfect fit. And Brandon, oh, yeah. Brandon, uh, Brandon Angelo, who I had on, like I was talking about, met called scoop. this, like this would be a great fit yep. for, for this kid. And it is, that's a, he can scoop ooh, boy that he's going to, Brandon's going to be happy. Gonna have to meet Brandon. Yeah. And anybody you speak so highly of, we gotta get him on. If he's he also is in Chicago, that's amazing. Yeah, I believe he is. So I think you I think tonight you taught uh Mike Hall that an X and a flanker are not slots. It's pretty awesome. Go. See, there we go. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> Matt, Matt, what do you think about uh, Adeware's tumble here? And what do you think about him overall as a player? If I, if I missed that earlier, then my bet. But Which guy? No, uh, he, focuses a, mo- a, he focuses more on offense. Oh, yeah. on offense. Oh, I yeah. see. Well, never yeah, mind. So, that's all right. Yeah. But I appreciate it. Who's asking. your fifth-ranked punter, Matt, while we're on the <laughs> um, <laughs> Billy White Shoes Johnson. There we go. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I used Crumpler. to. I used to Carlesco. do. Yeah, right, Carlos Crumpler. That's great. That was one of my favorite. <laughs> Him and Algie are the, oh, yeah. the Crumpler yes. brothers, the great tag team. But you know, I I used to do stuff for Football oh, Outsiders. I just went to the Chargers and players too, but uh, or do defensive players and linemen. But it just was, you know, folks. I figured it was best to just focus on the thing that I that I that I'm doing here so I could deliver the best quality of what it to it you know the things that I have time for rather than get stretched too thin so Matt this is kind of off not off topic but just take you back a little bit do you remember your thoughts on Travis Homer coming out of Miami the running back yeah terrific receiver and the used right could be an excellent receiver for you out of the backfield in the way that um oh who's Who's the kid who played with Detroit? Um, who I think was out of Notre Dame, if I remember oh, correctly. Uh, who oh had multiple God. years? That's like, my guy. Yeah, and yeah. they moved him to slot. He was a tailback at Notre Dame. Yeah, We're talking about this kid, right? Yeah, 
Who, who is his name? It's just recently too. It's yes. like not more than five years ago. Oh my know, god! Or five to seven years ago. That's how fast this league moves. Oh, it's it's crazy. It, yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, but that kid that he that reminds he Theo Riddick. Theo yeah, Riddick. There you go. Yeah. He has a Theo Riddick. You deserve a shout out, bro. See, there you go. Thank Good you. Job. Thank you. I love Theo Riddick, man. And, I was like pounding the table for him. And for two guys who have variations of a Jim Neidhart bill beard, you know, it's it's fitting that <laughs> Hart came to save us. So, but uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it's a there's a little bit of a Riddick, um, there's a little bit of a Riddick vibe to him if, yeah. if the upside hits. So I just been you know. impe- impressed with his pass pro for a guy that's not. I mean, he he's not scared to get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Did they did they announce Riley Moss as safety? Did they do that? Well, that's what according to one of the patrons. Yeah, that's what they're saying. But did they do that? I don't think so. I didn't see what it was listed as. I just don't think you do that. You leave him at corner. You find out. I I just anyway. I know they announced Cody Mock. As offensive guard, offensive center. Thank you, Ben. They said corner. Yeah, that's good. Because I was going to get fired. I can't stand that shit. Like, this kid has busted his ass. Like, I, he's a pimp. He's a pimp. I, I'm going to start oh, using that. Ravens doing Ravens things. They oh, take boy. The guy that falls, Jones. Trenton Simpson to Baltimore. Oh, I thought it was going to be Dewan. Dewan Jones has fallen. Well, oh, well the everything's proven true talent. on Dewan. Just I mean, if you're if you're not gonna take this process seriously and you're gonna show up at your pro day over four hundred pounds and refuse to even weigh in or do anything and tank most of your interviews, that usually ends up being a, a bit of a problem. Yeah, the talent though, the fucking tape of him is just so. Amazing. Oh, I know, Phil, but it's That's a, a it's thing. a thing. We see it every almost every year with the guy that you're like, God damn, you were born to be a, a a tackle, you know, in the NFL, and some guys just don't give two fucks. I mean, the Bears have had well, plenty of those guys. I've also said, seen that, guys fall, and it's a fucking giant wake up call sure. too. I just so you're right. But like we talked about Eddie Goldman, you know, back in the day. Yeah, I don't think he ever loved football. And he, I know, think this dude loves football. Yeah. He also loves pasta and meatballs. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and it's funny because the that whole love of football thing is a good good topic too. Because you can you can love the game, but do you love the work? Right. Well, that's yeah. what I was going to say yeah. with Eddie. Eddie Goldman to me, and I loved the play. I was excited when the Bears got him, but he always reminded me of the kid in sixth grade. He was just walking down the street chewing bubble gum, and a guy walked up to him and said, Motherfucker, you're huge. You should play football. And he's like, Okay. And he just went. Yeah, exactly. And he, and he was so fucking talented, it got him to the league, but he just never, it, it wasn't a, a, a priority in his life. You know, he couldn't live without it. Yeah, my 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 son-in-law is I think 6'5, 270, and he oh, wow. was probably he was a he's a former Marine. 
and he's married to a current Marine, but like he, uh, um, he used to get, you know, he grew up in Georgia and, you know, so Georgia high school football is kind yeah. of like an, as an arm of a Baptist church, you know, basically when it comes to, it's a religion oh, yeah. here. Oh, yeah. So he said he got chased up and down the halls. He had no interest in football whatsoever, but he, he got chased up and down the hallways every year with coaches begging and pleading. Yeah. Um, and he went to a high school where, you know, Brad Johnson's son graduated from the, the kid who was at LSU for a little while as a top yeah. recruit, even though he, you know, Max Johnson hasn't really turned into what people were uh, hoping at this point, but yeah, I mean, that kind of thing, you've got to have, you know, some of these guys, it's about getting paid, you know, and it's understandable. If you're going to see more money in your life, Oh yeah, and at one swoop, it's a big carrot. But that carrot, but the NFL has to figure out whether or not once you get paid, if you're going to be able to do the work, and that's a tough thing to discern. Oh, it is. I mean, you, you saw it with Eddie Goldman. The Bears went out and made the the massive trade for Khalil Mack, and 48 hours after they made that trade, they signed Eddie Goldman to a long term extension, and that's where. Right after that season, when that extension kicked in, that guaranteed money started flowing in. Things yep. changed. Yep. Things changed, and always banged up. Yep. Oh man. So, so who are some of your favorites, Shane? In terms of like things you'd like to see, whether it's Bears related or just a player and a fit, whatever. Yeah. Well, I would like to hear. Where are you on Eric Gray from Oklahoma, the running back? He was a tough evaluation for me. People are all over the map on the kid. And I mean, I see things that I, I see things that I like, but then, I mean, he's, he's definitely a, a, a bowling ball. He's not, not super explosive or anything like that, but I'd love to hear your. your... Yeah. I, I'd love to give it. Cause nobody's asked me about, you're the first person to ask me about this. And I've literally done 28 shows in like 20 days. <laughs> and you're the first person. <laughs> yeah. This is why you're the smartest man. But like, yep. it's like, I laugh because I'm like, who are guys? I get asked, you get asked the same stuff. Oh, yeah. So my conclusion, the short version is he's kind of like a Mewelde Moore back. Yep. And if you don't know who that was, Mewelde out Moore. there. That was you know, Tulane, right? Yeah, Tulane, yeah. Pittsburgh. He's kind oh, of the, a more modern-esque version of that is kind of a Miles Gaskin type of player who if yeah. you if you need him, he can do good work for you because he's a smart back. He has good movement skills, even though I would say the you know he's he's smart, short area quickness, yeah, good receiver, um more muscle than last year. But it just, but to me, he's just not an every down asset as a box runner. Um, he lacks the acceleration of a starter. Right. I've watched so many of his games to just try and figure out is that acceleration there? And the answer for me is just not quite enough. Not quite enough to not be looking over his shoulder at every turn unless they say you're a specialist and you're so good in this area, kind of like a James White type yep. of player. You know, if he can get a James White type of role for maybe three or four years, he could be a guy that we're like, oh, yeah, that guy, that guy's really helpful to a team. But 
I just didn't see enough to look at him and go, ooh, that's great. And it's the same way that I look at Tank Bigsby getting selected by the Jaguars and go, bounces a lot of plays outside. Oh, did they just take him? Yeah. Yeah. See, I like I I I don't mind. I like Tank more than I like Eric Gray. And I know Phil and I had talked about him, but Phil wasn't as high on Tank. Actually, I think that was one of the names that I brought up with you that night when yeah. you you DM. I I like the kid from Pitt. Avaconda. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't gone yet. And obviously Zach Evans falling yeah. here. Yeah, I, and that's all due to off field and maybe injury concerns. Um, because he had a turf toe and yep. you know, and all everything that happened with his saga. So he's gonna be a fifth or sixth round pick, probably. If not, you know, uh, maybe he'll be a fourth round guy. We'll see. Who's but that? the kid from Pitt? Evans. Zach. Zach. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Abinaconda gets beat gets picked before Evans does. Yeah. Um, but really? but even we were talking about we were talking about Evans today, and even Brandon was like, Yeah, I mean, there's runs you see of him and you go, This is this is why he was considered one of the best prospects in the nation, period. Like you see it, but yeah. you just wonder, you know, they're gonna ask about all that decision making stuff and maybe put too much on it, or they think that maybe he still has some issues there. We'll see. I don't know. But um, Bigsby, I wanted to love that kid, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't. He just um, I'm with you, man. He, he he's not disciplined as a runner. Mm-hmm. No, that is for sure. The foot he has like all the tools for footwork, but he doesn't know how to use them. It's like it's like he's using a. It's like he brings a fly swatter to a knife fight, you know, yeah. you know, but he's got like three buck knives on his yeah. belt, but he picks the fly swatter, you know, and and he's not like um Jack. It's not like Jackie Chan who's going to like, you know, he could pick up like a he could pick up a spoon and kick your ass with it, you know, uh, against guys who've got like, you know, automatic rifles, you know, but like he he's just not that guy who knows how to use his tools and for a league where you've got once you get into the league as a running back, yeah. you're with guys who already know how to use their tools. Even guys who aren't as quick or as fast as you might be or as strong as you might be, but they use their tools better. That's why Jeff Wilson, Jeff Wilson yeah. made it in the league, or um a Peyton Barber had yeah. the run that he had ahead of a bunch of guys that the Buccaneers drafted ahead of him and still couldn't get rid of his ass. Um, because <laughs> Peyton Barber could play. You know, or why Jamal Raheem Williams. Mostert's played for 47 teams, right? Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, those guys, why Frank Gore annoyed every fantasy analyst in, in the world, and I loved him for it. You know, it's that's <laughs> that kind of thing. Rashawn Johnson, that's another, yep. that's another fun player. I would have, I would have considered Rashawn Johnson ahead of Tank Bigsby. Um, yep. and too. I'm not even as high on him as a lot of people are. But I would have. What about the that. kid from Minnesota, Ibrahim? Uh, Smart player. I just don't think he has the explosion to be anything more than his predecessor. And I think it's Anthony Johnson, or I don't know who it was the kid who was sharing time with him at Minnesota, who played for the Panthers for a cup of coffee. Yeah, I think he's that kind of player. If he's if he has more acceleration than I thought. Um. He could make a roster. He's, he's so smart. Matt. I got a name. I got a name for you, and right. people aren't talking about him much. And I'm a fan. And we we did a mock the other night with former uh, Bears quarterback Eric Kramer. 
and we got down to the the end and we pulled the trigger. But uh, Xavier Valaday. I'm glad you asked me about him. Um, <laughs> I like him. I if that dude could be could add ten pounds of muscle. Yeah, and that his pro day is actually what his quickness is. He could be a lead back and because he has some good movement skills. He runs tough and smart. He knows when to avoid hits, how to get under them, how to use his pads in different ways. He can catch. Um, he has some good movement skills, but I didn't see the explosion on tape where I saw him and I go, wow, he's going to be one hell of a CFL player, like a good, like a starter. Like you're going to yep. go, wow, that who was that? And another guy, I'm not going to remember his name. And I do this all the time, and I'm sorry for you folks who are listening who would like to know who the player's name is. But, like, <laughs> the kid out of Northwestern who ended up played with the Panthers for a little bit and then went to the CFL and became a starter. And he, you know, and oh, he was – Oh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, just wasn't explosive Shit. enough, but he was – Damian Anderson? Damian Anderson, yeah. I think that was it. Um, and he's uh, – you know, that's the deal. I just – um. I think that that's kind of where those guys are at. You know, Xavier Valade, I if he turns into being a good NFL player, it's because he's just – he got more explosive and he got bigger. Because he's what, like 190, 195? Uh, what was the final on him? Let me – And at the pro day, he got bigger. That's good. Yeah, sign. they. I think at the pro day, he waited at 204. Okay. So yeah. if he can get to about 210 – yeah, and he can be more explosive with but, what he added, but with his traits, what he's got—I mean, if th- this is a guy that you're taking in round six or round seven, yeah, then you're why not? not too bad about it, right? You t- you're gambling anyway. Yeah, he wants to know about Holton Allers. Allers, is this the kid from the quarterback East Carolina? Yeah, that the shitty Vikings? school. The shitty school. Well, the faculty's questionable there, but you can talk about the quarterback. That's where that's where Ryan works. Go ahead. Well, a good the you know I'll tell you this. I did not. He's one of the players that I have not had a chance to watch yet. So okay. unfortunately, See, you did it, Ryan. Yeah, you, you read stumped, the RSP. You stumped me. Yeah, fucking everybody in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, the the, the two like... guys I didn't watch were him and Malik Cunningham. I didn't watch. That's one of the more prominent quarterbacks that yeah. I didn't watch yet. So I'm missing much. What about Vaughn from Kansas State? Oh, dude, if he this is the thing. I hate, I hate, yeah. You you know the story. You've got Tariq Cohen, okay? Yeah. Basically, they're cut from the same cloth. I would say that Vaughn was a more refined player than Tariq Cohen, though Cohen was unbelievably talented. Um, it's a little bit um a more refined decision maker. The problem with him is that you, when I grade players, part of my process is I'm I'm not big on height weight prototypes because running back you can be you can be like a, a slot corner in size and be mm-hmm. great, or you could be as big as a defensive end and great, and that's the widest range for any position in the NFL. The problem with that is, um, you still have to have minimums to do certain things like run between the tackles, break tackles, hold up and pass protection. So that means that his 
opportunity for a role is lodged into a small area. It's like he's either a scat back who like plays in the receiving game or bust. But then as a receiver, if you're five five, like Shane mentioned, yeah, how easy is it to find that dude for a quarterback when you yeah. consider that he's three inches shorter than even like the smallest guys that can get lost? Um, if he were He's a good example of what we talked about with Gil Brandt saying about Brian Westbrook. If he were two to three inches taller and maybe, you know, 20 pounds heavier, mm-hmm. he would he would be one of the top five backs in this class, skill-wise. His skills wow. are his skills are really good. Just good decision maker, great receiver, um, in turn, you know, can make wide receiver like catches of wide receiver type of routes. I just, it, you, he's got to prove it. I just don't know if he's the next Lionel Little Train James from back in the seventies oh, and eighties. You know, I just Lionel don't. James. I'm trying to look for comps. Yeah, James. Listen, J, look, James Brooks. Thank oh, you. Do not, James Brooks. James Brooks, if James Brooks is one of the most underrated running backs in history. I mean, what he could do as a receiver, and more importantly, at his size. Yeah, he was my hope that I could make it to the NFL. I get it, because that was one that was one strong, smart motherfucker between the tackles. (laughs) Oh my god, was physical for his size, and he played for he played in the one of the toughest eras of football in terms of like weaponizing your equipment. And did it at a size that just made no earthly sense for him to be in every down back with the production that he had. That dude was insanely good. And uh yeah, I James Brooke, I I I would love to talk about that. When won't Matt Waldman say the truth about guys he doesn't like i don't know what you're talking about anthony well i'll say this it's it's not that i don't like them it said honestly i don't know about them right because i don't study those positions so i'm trying to give you i'm trying trying to give you the take only good talk about these yeah. Skill players. Well, I'm oh the skill yeah. players. Yeah. Oh, I well, think I mean, Waldman is telling you the truth about all of them. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I was telling you who yes. was like, you know, to me it's you not about whether I like Jones. I mean, you yeah. said that right yeah. on the air. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm trying Chase to tell you Claypool. the positive and the negatives about guys. They're, they want to know about Chase Claypool, your thoughts. Creighton never liked happy. him. That's a good example. Yeah, right. I knew that, that before. Oh, now you're yeah. just saying it, Matt. Yeah, no, 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 I can't please him here. You know? But no, I mean, he's, you know, the big thing with him is after watching him in Pittsburgh for six games, you saw him disappear. And I remember after, really after the seventh or eighth game, and after the six games, I saw how they played him, and it was teams left him alone. They had Juju Smith-Schuster, they had Deontay Johnson, and what they what they did is that, coverage rolled over its priority away from chase claypool um and corners that played him tight played him man to man weren't playing him with the urgency at the catch point because they were expecting that he wasn't gonna be able to make some of the plays and they didn't finish those plays off 
And then as he started, as he was one of the top producers in the league and after those first six weeks, suddenly coaches are like, the first priority in zone is to take away Claypool before anybody else. Let them let them dink and dunk with, you, with Schuster or, or Deontay Johnson. Don't give Ben Roethlisberger that. Interfere with his ass if Ben Roethlisberger is targeting them deep. And when you saw them playing him more physically, disappear. And when you watch his game, he's not a complete route runner. He doesn't. He's not as good at the catch point as he needs to be against physical coverage. Um, and he's more of a role player who's getting another opportunity based on the production that he had early on and how he looks off the bus. Um, so if you notice, I never even mentioned Claypool when we reviewed the wide receivers because yeah. honestly, honestly, just to be honest, when we're thinking about everybody, I just forgot about him, which is not <laughs> a good sign. Because what that that tells you is I just forgot about the fact. Oh yeah, they got him too, it, you know. So it's, keepers, creepers. Yeah. <laughs> the Chiefs have just traded up. You can't win. You can't win. No, it's okay. You it know, and you Creighton. I was, no one was yelling at you. No, it and it's the okay. Other guy we were saying, you, you, and you weren't either. I mean, I I don't mind that at all. But I think it's just I'm I try to give. Um, I'm trying to give you Real why quick. I Darnell think teams Washington are going to work off with the it. board to Pittsburgh, Phil. All right, did he? Yeah. Oh wow, an Eric Green type pick there. And Who what's did the nice Chiefs of, take? Who did the Chiefs take before? I didn't see. Yeah, we're about. I'm. A, I'm on that right now. Wayne Wanya Chiefs? Morris, the tackle oh. out of Oklahoma, a guy that wow. the Bears were interested in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Darnell Washington is a great pick for the Steelers. Man. Yeah, because blocker, and, great and that blocker. You, yeah, go ahead, man. No, you, I mean, and good seam stretcher. Yeah, guy who can win difficult catches gives you that. Gives you what Jimmy Graham they wanted Jimmy Graham to give the Saints if they could have ever developed him into at least a half competent blocker, and I think that. You know, Washington's not the guy you want leading the way on poles. You want him in the short area where he he doesn't have to change his trajectory to the target that he's going to block. But once he gets his hands on you, he's a very good blocker. And then in the open field, um, you know, he's a really good accelerator. And that means with that acceleration, that height, and those hands, he, you know, he's going to win a lot of balls, and that means the Steelers can go multiple, where what they use two tight ends, and if they can shore up that offensive line, look out for Najee Harris, because Najee Harris is kind of like Le'Veon Bell year one with Pittsburgh when they had no offensive line. Yeah, and Harris for the first two years hasn't really played with a good offensive line. If he gets a decent offensive line together, and I guess they figure with Fryermuth and Washington. They can help out those tackles a little bit more in the run game and then do play action off that. That's that's good stuff. Um, you know, the big thing, you know, with, you know, that's what you kind of want to look for. Wisconsin, you're looking for where they win. You know, you're looking for where they're going to win and why a team picks them to see where they're effective. I can, you, you can pick out where they suck all day long. That's the easy thing to do. The easy right. thing to do is to talk about where they suck and you can list all those things. But, you know, at the same time, the there's a, every player has f- enough flaws oh, that yeah. if they go, to, you know, there's only a handful of players that don't have 
certain don't have so many flaws that they could play on you know any team and be a star you know and the, the, the bulk of the NFL players they fit a certain system and they're drafted or picked up because they think they can fit that way when you look at now a a quarterback out of UCLA and your thoughts on him here obviously as we come to the end of the third round where do you have him in regards to this draft what are your thoughts on him yeah dorian thompson robinson's intriguing because you can see some really pro caliber throws and ability willingness to take some risks that you need to take in the nfl need to like look at certain leverage positions and be able to throw it downfield with placement in the you know, 25, 35 yards down the field in the middle of the field. And he can do that. And he certainly has that short area quickness and movement to scramble and buy time. Um, the big thing with him is that he's a beat or too late as a processor of information so the ball can get out late and as a result be lack the timing that you want to have. He can be streaky with his decision-making, and so one bad decision can get him into quicksand and he can have multiple. But you see... To me, I would have taken Dorian Thompson Robinson above um, Hendon Hooker and Will Levis. I would, I think where he's going to go is exactly where he deserves to go, which is probably day three. Um, you know, maybe even late day three. And they're all older. It's funny because they're all, all three of them are older prospects, also I believe too. Because Dorian's what twenty three, you're going to be a twenty four year old rookie. Yeah, uh, Levis is, I think, around the, the same thing, and then Hooker is going to be. Is he 25 already? I think so, yeah. 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 Dorian has the pimp that he does talk about, right? Like in the critical moments, I remember me and Zorich, you know, getting amped up for UCLA, USC. And listen, he's in a fucking war with Caleb back and forth. I mean, he's making play, the protections breaking down. He's finding a way out of to escape through the middle too he wasn't just let's go back door back door back door this kid stepping up in the pocket finding escape routes yeah. he has a stronger arm and some quarterbacks matt and maybe you could talk about this for me seem to be in game have stronger arm than let's go out and just throw the ball it's like the adrenaline of the moment that's why pimp seems to be him i i totally love this kid yeah i, I can see i can see that you know and i can see how that in the moment and also there also may be some players may also have stronger arms in terms of stamina to make certain throws after throwing the ball time after time after time and that's something we don't think about either is that Michael no. Wilson off the board to the Arizona Cardinals, Matt. Wow. Uh, interesting. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, you don't, some guys don't have that. Um, Some guys maybe on their 20th throw don't have as much juice as some other guys who at, at their 20th throw. Um, but, he, you know, he can get a little calmer in the pocket for me. Like I think he moves well, but maybe he can be a little more efficient with what's going on here as I'm watching Stetson Bennett. Um, on Darnot Washington highlights, but, exactly. You, you know, but uh, <laughs> but Michael Wilson. I mean, you, you know, I just it with Cliff Kingsbury and how predictable that offense has been. I don't love the fit because of that. 
but I like the player and I'm hopeful that, you know, maybe too with DeAndre, with DeAndre Hopkins possibly getting traded, maybe that's the, been the talk, even though no one seems to, you know, there's talks that maybe that's not ever going to happen. Right. Um, you know, Wilson's a guy that could learn a good bit from DeAndre Hopkins. What about uh, <clears throat> a guy that I like late too is Badgett. Interesting, yeah. dude. Yeah. Um he's he's good. He moves well in the pocket. Yeah. He layers throws over well, second and third level defenders. My I guess my point is I think Phil brought it up there a little bit earlier. Is you wanna have somebody that has a little bit similar skills to what you have in your QB one in Chicago. So you're not it's not like you're going out and bringing in Aiden O'Connell and it's a completely different offensive structure between the two quarterbacks, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, no, it's, um, Lair's throws well, it's just whether he can, whether processing at the level he processed at is right. going to translate Way to the different, NFL level. Yeah. Michael Wilson is, that's gonna That's an interesting pick. You bring me back to the kid from Princeton. When I look at the Chicago Bears, you know, you talk about that X. <laughs> There's something about this kid. I, what are your thoughts there? Like from a, from a whole perspective, is this a guy that you roll the dice on? Yes, and, without a doubt. Okay, okay, he's the best route runner in this draft, if you ask me. Really? Um, yes. He's the best route runner in this draft. If you combine release skills with footwork and handwork, reading zones, working open, um, positioning, I think he's the best wide, best route runner in this class or That's one of the three or four best. And then the issue, the only issue is mm-hmm. our injury and uh, injury in hands. It's just he has the we, – we showed it. Hand, he has balls clank off his hands that you're like, dude, got to be ready for that. Got to make the easy catches, not just the hard catches. Um, if he can fix that, and I think there's a chance he does, and he seems like a conscientious, smart dude, engineering student, I think. Better be. He's really Prince. worked at his game, you know. Oh, it, uh, uh, well, Stanford, you know. Oh. Wilson's at Stanford, which still, oh. same, not much of a difference, right? You know? I was talking about the kid from Princeton. Oh, from Princeton. Losevas. Losevas. Yoshevas. Yoshevas. Your thoughts on him? I. Um. Sorry about that. Um. I thought he was the guy you were talking. I'm sorry. I know. I'm sorry. I'm He's with a... you with Wilson. Totally agree. Yeah. Uh, Yoshevas. Lo- love what I've seen in terms of he can make splash plays. Um, I think he needs to be better. As, I think the route running, the releases need work. He his his route. He's I think he's a couple years away as a route runner. Um, so and that's probably the and also how good is his positioning going to be against a, a higher level of cornerback? I think his positioning looked pretty good um, mm-hmm. thus far, but I just didn't see enough with his route tree to to really elevate his game this kid a nfl play like you weren't there with him i think he's an nfl player i just don't think he's a i just don't i think there's a lot more to go before you say yeah in a year or two he's going to be a starter if it i can see how that happens 
but it's not one thing that I would bet on. I would bet that he's a contributor by 20, by the, maybe a low end contributor by 2023. And then maybe in 2024, he starts to make his move, but like he might have to be a second contract option for if it all works out for him to be a starter. That's good stuff there, man. Uh, some people have him ranked so high. Is it only because of the performance of him at the combine or his athleticism? Is that? I think that's probably a, a big deal. People people tend to people tend to, to emphasize that stuff a fair bit, you know. So um, I don't think I think he's promising, but I don't think he's a guy that you're. You know, the Bears right now. It would be mm-hmm. worthwhile if you can take him round five, round six, and then play out what you have and hope that he's developing behind the scenes. You know, what Matt, do you have you... anything on? Uh, oh, uh, go ahead, Phil. Keyshawn Booty or Boutte. Yeah. I think he's a top five receiver in talent in this draft. Um, he has fallen so crazy where he was early, and people were talking about him. You say he's that high. He's yet to go. He's still on there. The, the reason is the reason is off field for one. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of talk. One was the injuries. One is that there are people who basically said that he's immature and that he had off field issues. And mm-hmm. if all those things are true, then that's gonna that's gonna drop the reliability factor for him on the field. Though, if you're just strictly looking at talent on the field. He's he's kind of a mix of Robert Woods and Jarvis Landry. And people are down on that because when he his vertical leap and 40 times and 20 shuttles were the same as, as those guys or a little better, but those guys don't stand out in the metrics beauty pageant. Right. And so sure. as a result of that, you can't be mis- Mr. Congeniality in the in the underwear olympics beauty pageant and so as a result of that what they miss is that his style of play isn't about vertical it's about what you do with your feet on the ground quick for good after the catch great ball tracker can win in tight coverage um tough um he and because he had a 300 yard debut early in his career fresh off a national championship win you know, with an all-time team that you'll that you could stack up against almost any other team in the history of college football and have them play in a fantasy-oriented game, and then the the LSU you know program you know Darn. falls off Niagara Falls. Yeah. Um, you know, people are pointing fingers. So the first thing that happens is, oh, Boutte's not Jamar Chase. Well, he's never was Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase should be one of the three to five best prospects at the skill positions that we've seen in the past six to seven years, at least. Um, And he plays all three positions. Keshawn Boutte really plays one, maybe two, but he's really good in that more isolated role. So, you know, you're, you're not, if you wanted, you know, if you wanted Robert De Niro, (laughs) <laughs> but you wound up with Richard Pryor. Don't shit on Richard Pryor right. if you're looking if, if for that. Go, okay, 
maybe we should have that guy do stand up and have this guy act and and just leave it at that as opposed to you know as opposed to going well they all they all appear on tv so they all have to have the same skill set and they all have to do the same things i bet robert de niro could be funny okay we were supposed to have uh mel kuyper in this spot but we got matt got matt waldman right, <laughs> same, right. same type of deal <laughs> that's right i'm the Boutet, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> but i don't think i'd be invited to the sex parties rumored was to be a part of during a road game so uh, matt one of the the later wide receivers that's been connected to the bears a couple of different times is uh xavier gibson do you have Anything on him? Xavier Gibson, um, one of the wide receivers? Yes, from Stephen yeah. F. Austin. I didn't get to see him either yet. Okay. Yep. Elijah uh, Higgins out of Stanford. I think he's a tight end, and I think they're going to make him one um, because he showed up at 225 to the Senior Bowl. Um, they had him practice at tight end and tried to talk him into that. And when he showed up at the Combine, he was – 235 um which tells you i think he's embracing the idea of trying to get his way into that 240 250 range um i think he's a much better tight end prospect mainly because he could give you maybe that future darren waller type of look maybe not quite as dynamic but someone who can break tackles he can run good enough routes that he'll be a good matchup as a tight end that you detach from the formation he's physical he has a good catch radius um not a great blocker, but maybe he can develop a little bit more along those lines. Are you a fan of Trey Palmer from Nebraska? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. But he's the athletic ability <laughs> as a return specialist is good. The He can make tough catches at times, but he's one of those serial pass clappers who drops a lot of passes that he shouldn't drop. So I'm, he's one of those guys that I go, oh, that was a great catch, and that's impressive. But no thanks to, uh, but, you know, looking at, you know, thinking that he's going to do that consistently in the NFL, I, I have real doubts. If you're just tuning in, we're here live covering the draft with the great friend the of the from, network. The kid from Matt Cincy Walton. didn't go, did he? Scott? Not yet, and that, everybody no. was counting that dude. Yeah, right? big time. Oh I did, and he's another serial pass clapper. Yeah, like, I I couldn't get with that either. Like I get explosive as hell, but yeah, he can't catch a cold. Yeah, where it could happen, you can see where that shit can happen for these guys. But you you're not drafting guys in the first three rounds who are clapping at a who concert trying to catch a football. You know, I mean, that's just. <laughs> Do they clap I, at a Who concert? I don't know. You know, but uh, yeah. I uh, obviously love Stromberg has been just got selected by Washington, Kevin. So he is that's, no longer that's off the board. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of Charlie Jones, but we haven't really talked about uh, Ronnie Bell out of Michigan, who I also think has that pimp. He makes plays in these critical moments in in his on his football team. What are your thoughts on Ronnie Bell? I like the idea of 
what he can do as kind of an all-around player. There's a kind of he's an aspirational Robert Woods. Um, mm-hmm. I just think, like a lot of Michigan receivers that we've seen lately, can he have a better NFL career than college career? And I don't right. know if he's in that level of Nico Collins, Donovan Peoples Jones of upside. I just don't don't see that quite yet, quite there. I think he's a good special teamer, a good blocker. He's going to be a good football player for a team, but not necessarily a, a, a stalwart in the rotation who sees the offense, you know, sees the field on offense on a regular basis, at least not in his first contract. I think he's going to have to make a lot of strides in his second before a second contract to get that opportunity. Siaki Ika to your Cleveland Browns, Matt. The big D tackle from hey. Baylor. Yeah. Hey, let's see what, you know, I, I know nothing about the dude other than what I'm watching right now. And yeah, um, he's a big, powerful kid. Well, yeah. Well, to use an offensive term as a seam stretcher, that's what he is because he's fucking huge. <laughs> 340 <laughs> pounds. <laughs> Does he pop buttons? Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> That's can, I just, can I just? What happened say, to Trent Shelton? Whatever happened to him? Is he? Yeah. I don't know. I remember don't know. him, Shane? Do. Oh yeah, I remember him. Big Trent. Yeah. What were Big you saying, Matt? Go ahead, Matt. I, I, was I wasn't going to say anything of substance. Honestly, okay. I was going to say that Joel Klatt's hair looks like something like it yeah. looked, it i'm kind of having this bromance with this hair like it it doesn't look like real hair but it doesn't look fake either it looks like something from like a it looks like something that you would have tracked back in like the 1800s yeah. and like trapped and then skinned and like and jeremiah skinned. sold him out lead about an hour before the draft and was recording him getting the makeup shoveled onto his face and all the paste put into his hair Oh really? Put it, put it out on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not the only one yeah. who noticed that. Yeah. Good because yeah. I was looking at that hair. I was like, "Is that the hair of like a beaver or something?" Yeah. Like it's like, <laughs> what Kick is up with that? Kicker, Michigan, goes to the San wow. Francisco 49ers round right here at the three. end of round three. Now, I don't. Moody, like Moody was clutch, but yeah, he also on. looks like he could be like in a. Uh, what is that like a murder mystery movie with his mustache as the inspector of the murder there isn't he that, is isn't that false Very excitement cool. there in the war room when you're oh my god going who, nuts who, with who takes a kicker movie? in the third round all I the bro over a kicker yeah <laughs> what do you ding ding what do you think the Bears did back when they took Todd Sauerbrunn in round two? Oh, my God. When did they take Kevin Butler way back in the day, the Georgia kicker? Oh, Jesus. Let's That's... look it up. We need yeah, to look that up on draft history one day. So Draft history. One of these guys in the chat will grab that. Yeah. I want to say he was a sixth or seventh round pick. See, they had sense. Maybe ninth. Yeah. Remember, Fourth had... round. Oh. Pick 105. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Fuck them for taking Butler. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember that uh, Monday night or third. I think it's Thursday night game against the Vikings, and we're in the dome, and Kevin Butler to win it. Yeah, 
fucking shanks it like the wind picked up. And they always talked about the fucking, they turned on the air conditioning as he was kicking. <laughs> and it supposedly pushed it. <laughs> Joe Theismann was on the call, Matt. Joe, Joe Theismann. Joe Theismann. I, I, oh, all I ever think of with Joe Theismann is, and he was certainly a, Harold worked on some great offenses with, mm-hmm. you know, with Joe Gibbs, but. I just think of that single bar, and then I yeah. think eventually when he got the two bars and Lawrence Taylor jumping up in terror and running uh, to the sideline, frantically signaling yeah. that he snapped the dude's here. leg. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I can see it too. Yeah, yeah. LT how, man, wow. how great was LT? Unbelievable. That's, how do you the, to this day? I mean, you have scouts who literally say the only player that they've ever seen get a nine on their on their antiquated scouting um system was Lawrence Taylor. The only player that's ever been seen to actually earn that. I think John Elway came close, but I think it was Taylor who literally earned nines on their one through nine board and is like one of the only players ever for that to happen. And he was unbelievable off the yeah. edge. And he, right. go it's ahead. gonna be a long no, day. Wide receiver Trey Tucker is headed to Vegas. Before, yeah, before our guy. There we go. Wow, shit. Trey over Hutchinson, and also over the other, the other Cincinnati receiver. That's what I was interested in there because I have, I have Tucker. Let's see, where do I have Tucker on this? Let me look real quick before the show goes. Before I gotta go. Um. Let's see. Okay, with the close. Yeah. Three, where is it? Skill breakdowns. Two see. more picks. All right. Let, let's see. All right. Screw this. Let me look at my spreadsheet. That's what I usually use anyway. So the yeah. RSP. All right. If you're just so. tuning in over with Matt Waldman of the rookie scouting portfolio. Go over there, check it out in depth on all of the skill position players, except for one tonight. <laughs> Not two. I think we got two. We got, got 150 guys. Hey. Yeah. You know. I'll give you 150. If you're looking for the if you're looking for the um for the guy who would have who's gonna go after the as a UDFA. Yeah. And I don't sorry, I don't have a guy in the truck feeding me shit at the end. Exactly. <laughs> and your playing ear. the whole stump the Stump the draft analyst yeah. routine. Who's who had Chad Ryder writing bios for him? Sorry, Chad, I'm selling out what you do for these guys, but Chad yeah. deserves some credit. You know, um, I interviewed for this job, and they wanted me to back up. I'm not going to say who, and that was the position. And I go, so I'm going to do the work and feed it to them. And they're like, well, kind of. But yeah, and I'm like, no, that ain't me. That ain't there you me. Go. I mean, you know, you got it. There we go. All right. So you get your foot in the door. Yeah. Anyway, have Tyler Scott wide receiver 14 in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. More important is his grade. His grade is his grade still is as a a, a rotational starter. Um, so that's not bad. Trey though, who's it? Trey Tucker was that his name? I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Let you me, have Tyler Scott, 
rotational starter. Yeah. And Trey then, Tucker of Cincinnati's 5'9, 182 pounds. I have him a couple points lower on my grain scale. So he's still, but he's on the cusp between a rotational starter and um, what I would call a contributor off the bench. Um, and I have him as more of a return specialist who has developed, who's developed into a legitimate receiver prospect with underrated physicality for his size. He's kind of a KJ Hamler-esque type of player. Um, and that means like the worst case scenario is that he's Jeremy Gallon. You know, and this guy, they're trying they're trying to put make him into a slot there. Yeah. I listen, you know what's his name? Former why do I always forget this dude's name? The coach. Oh McDaniels? McDaniels. Josh McDaniels loves that slot receiver that's gonna separate in those scheme routes, the press in. I call it the Wes Welker route. Press inside, get back outside. That t- Tucker has that immediate quickness. So if you're going to scheme him, there's explosive. But to your point, he's one of the top kick return special teams type of guy. Uh, they got Hunter Renfro there. I don't know if Renfro's on the trading block, but I would totally be interested in that guy. Yeah, same. Exactly. And, you know, he brought in his guys. McDaniels brought in his guys even more so this year. Exactly. Just guys that he thinks. I think it's my scheme Latou. is good. Latou I think just went. Yep. Latou went to San Francisco, which is a, a a nice second tight end for them who can block and develop into a better blocker, who's an okay receiver, but he's not going to win a lot one-on-one as a receiver. But you're not going to need to in San Francisco with that run game. You're right. going to be open in the flats. He's going to He can be productive where they use him. But if they're going to ask him to reprise George Kittle, if Gil gets hurt again, good luck with that. Ain't ever going to happen. Um, but he's still, you know, I would have liked to have seen him more in rounds four or five. I thought maybe he was a little bit too high. Robert Smith, now there's a running back for you. Is taking that, Picking oh, up, uh, picking for the Vikings. Um, oh, Robert Smith. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. took the corner that the Bears liked. Uh, the kid from Ooh. LSU. Um, that's who they're taking. Okay. The corner oh, so, from okay. LSU, so Makai. Uh, oh, Christ. I'm blanking on his name. Makai is his first name. Yeah, corner from LSU. Oh, be up here Mackay, in a Mackay, Mackay, Mackay. Hurry up. My, while you're th- brain is while you're thinking of it, I'll just yeah. say, you know, like with McDaniels, too, the guys he's picked up, Jimmy Garoppolo, Philip Dorsett. Yep. I'm not super excited about, you know, Jacoby Myers, who – you know, again, there's some they're good football players who know his system, but they're not difference makers at a high level. So right. you can see that what McDaniels I think is trying to do is is trying Mackay to build Blackman. a base. Makai Blackman, is that it? Okay. Is that it, Shane? No, From it's not USC? Blackman. It's um Jesus Christ. It's about to happen if Robert Smith will stop talking, but yeah. You know. Yeah, Black it is Blackman. The Black sorry, there we go. Oh, okay. USC. From USC. Oh, so it's not that's I'm sorry, I'm talking about the kid from LSU. You were talking the, Garner? Yes, that was my bad. Uh, okay. No worries. It's almost like I've been on the air for the past six hours. You're not allowed to be slap happy. Is it nickel coin? <laughs> nickel coin. Has uh real quick, has Clark Phillips the third gone yet? Or not that I've seen. No. That's a good nickel. Now that that finalizes the draft, Matt. 
real quick because I don't want to keep you much longer. And I know I got to go in two minutes. I got to go. Yeah. Right. It's sum it up in two minutes. Like at the the Bears now are on the clock tomorrow morning to kick it off. So they have four picks left in this draft. You look at it as you go to sleep. Where, and maybe you just will need some time for this, but where do you think they go? Is that uh, Evans is still there at running back? The value there, Spears is gone. Rashawn Johnson's still out there. Chase Brown, your thoughts on Brown from Illinois? I just think. I don't think they're going to take a running back. And no. if they do, it's not going to be before the sixth round. It's going to be a guy that has um, high upside value who just fell for certain reasons, but they don't have to be overly invested in. And they're going to continue to build in the trenches, maybe pick up a, a tight end or a wide receiver along the way if they find mm-hmm. their right spot of somebody they really like. But otherwise, they're going to just continue to build out in the trenches because they've got enough players to win with in the skill positions if – they can give Justin Fields time and they can um, keep the score to a minimum where they're within a shot of being able to play the game. So I think he's going to build out everywhere else and and they'll probably aim at a free agent type in, you know, as a running back, you know, or in the seventh round, maybe. Validate. Go there. Validate. Yeah. Validate. Or Christopher <laughs> Brooks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Real quick. And then we'll let you go. The tight end position, Zach Kuntz from Old Dominion, Davis Allen, uh, Will Mallory. Uh, is there uh, Durham Payne, Payne Durham, rather? Yeah. Uh, any of that fourth round material? No. They want um, Zach Kuntz is fourth round material if you're an analyst, if you're a stats boy. Um, oh, but and that weird. may actually work out. If he can, he makes tough catches, but also serial pass clapper who needs to work on routes. Guys who you would think later in that range to me are Josh Wiley of Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. Um, Payne Durham to me is has the best hands maybe in this draft of any player, but he doesn't have any speed, quickness, or short area change of direction skill other than a small area, small (laughs) area. But he can (laughs) vacuum everything. But that's, you know, but no. So you probably can wait till later on him. Um, I'm intrigued with Daniel Barker, the former Illinois kid from Michigan State. But again, probably you can get him later. The the only other guy I would mention is Blake Whitehart out of Wake Forest. He is, he's smooth. He can catch. There's potential as a blocker, 6'4", 247. Four yeah. seven speed. He might. He and Josh Wiley are probably the two guys that I would look at, unless you want to just plug Durham in as like a short area blocker who who you can use in the red zone occasionally and let other tight ends do the work. Leonard Taylor is intriguing, also out of Cincinnati. Um, you know, those are guys that I would probably consider. Would you take Hutchinson right out the gate at four? Yep. Yes, yeah, I think I he's a yeah. Me no problem too. with that. It's one of those Danger. one. I fucked up before when they in what was it twenty nineteen. I was a Riley Ridley guy for whatever. Oh reason. sure, and a uh, lot of folks loved him. Yeah, well, he mentally shut down. There was no question the talent. There was but a mental collapse. To me, he's yeah. Hutch at this with point. Maggie. 
I'd Nagy and over. him. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. But Matt's got to go. We gotta... I know. Let's let Matt go. Matt Waldman, I love you. Love you, you guys man. too. No, hold on. Best. I gotta. I gotta say, I hate you guys because I haven't said <laughs> I hated anybody yet today. Other than Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool took the go. I hate myself. How about that? <laughs> Could you break down the fucking quarterback from East Carolina, please? You fucking slacker. Jesus. Yeah, Christ. I'll work. I'll work on that. <laughs> you you watch. That's who the Bears is going to draft. The end and, of the and you and you if watch. He fills in for. We're getting you Justin on the Fields show. that throws for 500 yep. yards. Yeah, exactly. fucking Waldman. <laughs> what round you, was bro. Jeff Blake taking in? Shit, I don't remember. But East Carolina, the most the most beautiful deep balls you'd oh ever see. It would fly yeah. off the screen. Yeah, they just come down to Carl Pickens. And when I think of East Carolina, though, I think of David Garrard versus Byron Leftwich with Byron yeah. Leftwich getting carried around his by his lineman on the field. Game. That was that game. That was an amazing oh, game. Yes. All right, Matt. All right, brother. See, see y'all. You, Thank you, man. <laughs> Me too. Matt Waldman, the great Matt. Well, Ivan's still awake. He's struggling. He yeah, looks like not for long. Apollo. His, his eyes are right here. <laughs> yeah. Ding, ding. It's about time. It's yeah. about that time. You can bounce, bro. Like I said, at this point, it's, we can, it's over. We're gonna wrap yeah, it we up. Can wrap if it we're up, wrapping, bro. if we're wrapping, I'll stay, bro. If we're gonna go for another thirty-five minutes, no, 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 no. Warn me now. Warn me now. (laughs) If if we're going for another thirty minutes, Phil can wrap, and we'll both bounce. (laughs) I'm exhausted. Just real quick, the uh, the picks tonight, Phil. Compliments of Cool Kennedy. Compliments Uh, of Cool Kennedy. You look at him right there, Deck. Jervon Dexter. You see the Raz score there, nine. Point three seven. I didn't see it, but I'm already talking to Chris Harold to get some more yep. Florida tape. We're gonna cut that up and really dissect this football player to see where he is. And as Shane had pointed out, it all comes together. And and Herb Howard too. Shout out to him because we had a great show earlier today. And we talked, and we talked specifically about, about him. Stroke and you talked about him in that show. Yeah. So shout out to you and Herb. And when you couple, well, then you get the secondary, but when you couple him with the defensive lineman from South Carolina. That was me. That was me. You get a great understanding of how they're trying to build this interior. Another high-end RAS score here for a defensive lineman. And you see the the penetration ability we've been talking about zach pickens i think every goddamn mock draft somehow we all right let, let's take pickens and unfortunately it was usually in the fourth or fifth round but when you saw the run at the top of the second round on the pass rushers and the defensive tackles then you realized that this is where you were going to go and players are going to be moved up I like this pick coupled with Dexter. And we're going to break that down. But the real spotlight for me is the corner from Miami, um, Tyreek Stevenson. If you could put his graphic up there. There he is. This kid played at Georgia as the star. They call it the star position because they're going to put you in a situation to false fake and false front the defense to try to make you 
unreachable. It's almost like the will linebacker. And they put you in positions where you have to be physical to be able to play that position, to shut down, whether you be setting the edge as a safety or corner. This kid shows a lot of toughness. And to show the kind of speed and ability that he has and to be able to play that star position. I know he transferred out of Georgia. He goes over to Miami. And you see what he's able to do there. That's what the Bears have done today. You got to be excited about it all coming together. We knew, somehow I knew they were going to get a corner. We'll see where they go day four, guys. A lot day of guys three. on no. day three. We're not going day we're, Sorry. Yeah, he's no day Round four. four. He's no day four. <laughs> day three. We'll be there. We'll be here all day. And as much I as will, I love the as much as I love the draft, I don't think I can survive a day four. Now all I'm asking for from is some you guys to smash the like button and share the show. And if you're really cool, you could DM me or Shane and like send food to our house while we go for another marathon and Ivan's house as we go for another marathon tomorrow. So reach out to me if you want to order us some food, wings, get Claudio back. I'm kidding. It was a long night, man. The pimp is back in Chicago at TTNL. Uh, and Ivan, tremendous job with the open playmakers in moments of prominence here at TTNL. That's what we're looking for as we hit day three, Shane. Tomorrow, we'll be live again, 12 o'clock. We'll probably sign on a little bit early, but... Hopefully you'll be ready. Send us who you would like to see. I obviously have some guys that I'm going to be talking about. We're exhausted. What hours have we done, Shane? We started last Saturday. A it's been a lot. Gonna... It's like this many. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> we will see. We'll Tomorrow figure, we'll figure that up when have... we're done. Shane will have the equation. I did reach out to Jackal. Tried to get him on tonight. We'll see. Maybe tomorrow. Jackal was coming home. So, yeah. So, we will see you tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Day three. Bye for now. Where is Angelo's bye for now? How do we not have... Nobody nobody cares. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I got you. I understand, George. Let's get out of here. Grown man Christmas. Oh, that's the juice, baby. Yo, I feel the juice in my mouth. Yo, the juice in your ass like Florida orange, baby. Yo, pulp free. Hell no, I need to pulp. Need a whole bunch of pulp in that goddamn ass, yo. Get on top of me. I see you. You're on top of me. I can't even see the rest of your body. Your ass is fat. Then you're sitting down, baby, on my face. I'm sucking your pussy and your ass in the same place. You gotta work that ass for daddy. Oh, oh, work that ass. Gotta work that ass for daddy. Your ass is mine, bitch. Your ass is mine. Gonna suck on it. Work that.